Let's let's move on. Let's move on. Let's yeah. talk about let's talk about the fucking world. Let's talk about the world. Well, we were talking. Oh, we were talking about we. But shit, I think this all started with it. Like I brought up the the appointment thing, and we never talked about the oh, judicial appointment. Yeah. Thing. Yep. Um. What do you think? Do you think he should? Do you think he should just ram it through? I posted a thing on my Facebook page a few weeks ago that was. An article from 2013 or some shit. Whenever Harry Reid and them, they decided, all right, filibuster for, for most judicial nominees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to go ahead and get rid of that because we're going to get these people yeah, we're gonna through and all through. that stuff. Yeah. I remember when that happened. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And I remember yeah. thinking, they're going to regret they're this They're going to regret this someday. Well, Th- back in the day, back in, bad, you remember like 2011, idea. 2012, 2013, like second Obama administration, someone wrote a book called the permanent democratic majority. I don't remember that. They were they were, or or they 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 claimed that there would now be a permanent democratic majority. Um, I'm, I'm I, I know the phrase is correct. I don't remember the provenance. At the time, they thought they were never going to have to worry that they you know they had won the hearts and minds of people, and they were never going to uh, have to worry about uh, Republicans troubling them again. The, yeah. They didn't anticipate that Republicans would um, hitch their wagon to someone like who they chose to yeah um a, a clown and entertainer was, but you're right was... but you're right they like at the time they were so sure that it would never come and bite them yes yeah. the unintended consequences yeah. thing like they, i mean i but i knew it would at some point it was just a matter no one, of time so as far as i'm concerned i look at it very simply if it was if the roles were reversed if 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 parties were reversed they were the democrats would push this through. absolutely if absolutely. they had the ability like, they would push it yeah, through the, the if you tell me otherwise you're, you're a disingenuous cocksucker and you should be yeah. flogged publicly well well, yeah. well the reality is um you can't believe what anyone says about it no. because joe biden argued that you shouldn't that you should wait for an election they called it the biden like yeah. that was that was the biden rule was he's a head of the senate judiciary committee says yeah. um in an election year and um I mean, it was not as long. It wasn't as the the vacancy wasn't as far out as the um, as the uh, Merrick Garland one. Like that yeah. one was, was kind of egregious. But um, I think that was fourteen months. The one that Biden was referring to was eleven or ten. Yeah. But either way, Biden was the one who leveraged that, who who forwarded that rule that then the Republicans adopted and claimed. And all the while, the Republicans are adopting that during the Merrick Garland thing. The Democrats are saying he's the president. He won the election. He's still the president until whatever date. And he I agree. Yeah, he can push it through. And now they're like, hold them to their word. Hold them to their word. It's like you had your your word was three different things. Yeah. The last three different situations. Listen, this is bullshit. Politics. Politics is always it's going to be about getting the leg up on your opponent. It's 100 percent about the will to power. Yeah. And the and now now do I think that it's a good idea? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think that they should be ramming one through. I think they need to take. They've already got a five-four majority. Yeah. By the way, I I really profoundly object to the idea that we we have to uh, put this fig leaf over the idea that we're we don't look for ideal ideological litmus tests, but we a hundred percent do, and all we talk about is whether or not um, someone's going to uh, 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 overturn Roe versus Wade or. Uh, like all of all these all of these things that are the, like the third rail, um, you know, in American politics, if we've got this idea that we've got to we got to put a fig leaf over the idea that that's all we're asking about. Fucking Noah Hawley, Noah, I can't remember. I think Noah Hawley's a TV producer. Um, there's a a, a a a Republican 
who said, I won't approve any uh, uh, justice who isn't explicitly against Roe versus Wade. Right. Well, that's unethical. Yeah. That's not what that's not what judges do. And, 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 and when you read the writings of even the most profoundly conservative or liberal judges in general, you know, they have. They, well, I guess the question would be, do states have the right to have it be illegal? No, I don't think so. Honestly, I don't, and I don't, and I don't think it'll get overturned under any circumstances. Neither do I. And and the but reason I, is the reason is Roe versus Wade um, turned on an issue of medical privacy. Yeah. And again, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. I am. I am. I am. I am well, an enthusiastic I w- amateur. I'll say this too, as far as as far as gay marriage and abortion and all those sort of things go, I've heard when when Trump was running, I did hear him say that it's 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 settled, settled law. It's yeah, settled. he said that about gay marriage. Well, yeah. yeah. He he stood well, on the fucking stage at the Republican National Convention and praised, you know, LBGTQ and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. he's been crucified. Yeah, he had, he had, had that. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, he's he's, he's, like, he's done some dumb shit. He's but, done some you know. dumb shit, and this trans stuff. This oh, like I Jesus. the tra- the trans thing is a very very deep well. It's and a very deep well, and 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 it's one of those things where you look at the outer five percent. Yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, that's I mentioned Jesse Single and Katie Herzog. Their coverage of the trans movement is what has them sort of on the outs with the progressive mainstream. Right. Uh, it puts them in an interesting place. Their commentary is fascinating. I don't always agree with their uh, endorsements, their values, their judgments, but sure. the conversation is always really great. I, I, but, I'm i good with anybody who's just yeah. honest. Yeah. I don't give a fuck well, the, what the, side the, they are. They honest. are now professionally in the business of calling a foul on their own side, and that's that's that's, that's the thing I admire. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, you're going to make enemies doing that. And, yep. and that's because there are people who don't want to be honest, who don't want to be true, who don't want to be serious. They want to win. And Mitch McConnell is one of those people. Yep. Like, I don't, I, you already have the 5 4. Yep. You've already, you, 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 you appointed two men in their early 50s who are going to be on the court for 30 years. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, unless someone can find, you know, Brett Kavanaugh's schedule from 1987 or whatever it was. His yearbook? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do, do they need his sophomore uh, yearbook they, too? Like, fuck, man. It, like, it was the flimsiest of things. But it, I, I, I really, really enjoyed all the, you know, I, I believe her, believe her. I, I really enjoyed all the virtue signaling that everybody put out there about it. you. Just, yeah, you gotta believe her, only just, to be followed up a few months later with. You know, a similar allegation against one of their own, and it was, you know, oh well, you know, let's, yeah, we, let's, let's slow look, down. Let's, let's wait let's, till let's look at it on the merits. Goes. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Well, regardless, um, uh, you know, like when you again, it's one of those things you say out loud. Yeah, doesn't know what had happened. Everybody who was there, everybody uh, or everybody who might have been there, everybody who she said was there has no recollection of it. Yep. Um, the, like you, you, you couldn't, you that. couldn't even get a grand jury on that, much less. Yeah. A, a you know a, a, a an indictment. Well, people don't want to hear that shit. No, no, no. They would they, they want to believe it because they believe they believe it's con- something else they care about is contingent. I mean, if we're talking it. if we're talking grand jury, there's no no more famous grand jury right now than what's going on in Kentucky. Yeah, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Well, that's a big uh, that's a big that's, deal. That's a there are, hmm. but there's a lot of there's there is a lot of things that aren't lining up with the narrative well no in, no in no no case. people choose I'll people choose that. yeah people choose whatever part and of the that's narrative the frustrating supports part. it you'll read people who go 
Um, she was shot during the cause of a drug bust where her drug addict husband or a drug addict boyfriend shot at a cop. Well, no, uh, he was a legal gun owner. He was not the subject of the warrant. He was not, um, uh, he had requested that they announce themselves and they did not effectively do so. Um, and, uh, uh, he once again, totally clean record. Yeah. Totally clean record. Dude's a model citizen so brianna traded up from the piece of shit she was dating yeah. before let's i heard that but, when, when i heard about it originally i heard that they shot her through the window or some shit that happened to some other kid and that was a white kid that it happened to actually what? totally different story see, cops crazy. were cops were sneaking up to raid a house and they see a kid in his bed turn over respond too quickly and shoot him oh no i heard that they that that, that, that at one point like looking out the window or some shit like it was weird no 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 i'm, t- I'm telling you that's conflating two stories yeah. it's a fairly recent one um didn't get the same coverage because it didn't fit the narrative right um but uh no she she um was not in bed that's nope. the story people say she was she was up yeah well yeah, that was that was what it came horrible. To she died in her hallway and yes and if you want to hear you know address the part where she was lying there on the floor for 20 minutes no one was treating her that's a big problem too. Well, like, but it's also kind of false because I I I heard that they said that she died pretty much instantly. That there wasn't. I don't a, know. I, I don't 20, know. About they that. Said I, that they said the injury that that she sustained that you know actually killed this? her. Don't, you know, you know fixes this shit. What? Fucking body cameras. Yes. They didn't everybody. Have any fucking body cameras. Everybody. If you're a cop, you should have a body camera everybody. every single second that you're on duty. And if you don't have one on it, you know what? You you come in at the end of the day. Oops, it broke. You're you know fired. What? You don't, no, no, you don't Fuck get fired. You. you don't get paid for the fucking day. I'm done. No, no, I'd say you're fired right uh, there. Well, if your you body know. camera isn't on in the world we live in in 2020 nowadays, if the if your body camera isn't on and you come in with some bullshit excuse of oh I guess I forgot to turn it on. Well, see, forget you're, to you're turn done. it on. I, I wouldn't done. fire anyone. For, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't fire it because it, look, dude, I forget shit all the time. Hey, sure, I, I forget shit all the time. Now, well, admittedly, I don't have the power of life and death. Exactly, and that's but, that's the difference. But the reality. But the reality is. You know, the guys will come and go. Oh, it got stepped on. Yeah, but you but know, it, like a bunch of childish shit. You know what? If you you just don't get paid for the day. But if you hang if you hang a couple guys out to dry like that, and you fire them, they're gonna figure out real uh, quick. Police unions. You know what? I better have an, an outside police, amount of power. But police unions have taken a bad hit with all this stuff. They deserve to too, as well they should. And I think you're gonna see a lot less uh, power. In those in those unions moving well, forward, I think um, I think we're going to do what we can to you know, I, restrict that a bit. Criminal justice reform has kind of been my corner. Like of all the things, I, I'm I've never been to jail. Yeah. Uh, Me I, neither. You know. You know. I go I, figure. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look like someone who's been to jail. I, I look like I should have yeah, been at least yeah, in the yeah. in the waiting room once or twice, yeah. but I've never been. But uh, but but um, the 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 hmm. How do I put this? Uh, I have always cared. I've always instinctively known at some level that the power police have over normal people is profound. Yes. And um, a minor, minor, minor incident happened to me when I was 17 that I didn't realize the danger I was in because I was a white kid and it it didn't even occur to me. Uh, I got pulled over for speeding. This is an I-95 like 1997 I was I was driving from Jupiter to West Palm Beach where I lived and um, I'd had a bad day I'd gotten fired from a job um, and I was driving home 
I had a friend in the car who also worked the same job who didn't get fired that day. Um, and uh, I am driving a piece of shit old Mercury Sable, and I get pulled over by a cop because I'm going like 80 miles to an hour down. I, I'm just, it's 9 o'clock at night or 8.30 at night. I'm ready to get home, and right. it's 40 minutes to get home. And I'm in the shittiest of moods, and this cop pulls me over, and I'm I'm pissed off because I uh, shouldn't have been speeding. I'm mad about everything else that happened that day. I'm just in a foul mood, and um, I've been pulled over before, like once or twice. And I know, you know, they, they'll get out. They, they, in the past, they got me out of the car and talked to me and, you know, whatever. So I get out of the car, and I'm sort of stomping around. I got my fucking license in my hand, and the cop goes, get the fuck back in the car. And I'm like, what? He's like, get the fuck back in the car right now. And like, I mean, if I was a black kid, I probably would have gotten shot for that, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't. Honest to God. And I don't like it. I don't like the phrase white white privilege. But but to be honest, it's a like, weird thing. I know. Man. Well, it's a it's very a complicated thing, thing, and it and it, and it, it it's one of those concepts that people apply it in ways that are more about control or they're insincere or they're based on a lack of understanding. I don't know. But but ultimately, this this was a clear situation in which it it did not even occur to me that that cop was afraid that I had a weapon and I was, like, right. out of my mind or whatever, and he was scared out of his mind that he might shoot me. Yeah. They might have to shoot me. Uh, didn't occur to me, honest God, for, like, five years afterwards. I'm like, why is he so fucking pissed off? Why is he asking if they're going to bring a drug dog over to sniff my car? I mean, look at me. Like, who would think that I'm, like... Yeah. And my friend, the cops, like, is he is he high? Is he what? He, like, what's wrong? And he's like, he just had a really bad day. He just got fired from a job. He had to sit there for three hours so he could drive me home. Yeah. Like, actually, I went and saw Wild Things that day. Uh, nice. Dave Campbell, yeah. Yeah. Denise Richards. What's yeah. up? Ninety eight or so. Uh, like Ninety seven, ninety eight, somewhere in there. Yeah. But any, I saw Kevin's Bacon. Unfortunately, oh. yeah, I didn't need to see that. Dude, yeah. hey, hey, you know, you know what, you know, as I was, but really at the impressed. time, that was better than yeah. anything. Kevin's bacon, no, Nev oh, Campbell and Denise yeah. Richards yeah. making out in the pool. Yeah. That was like, yeah, that 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 was pretty good. That yeah. Matt Dillon pouring the uh, champagne over and stuff. Yeah, it was good oh, stuff. I forgot about Matt Dillon. Yeah, I don't. I like look. He's just a dark haired thing. <laughs> a bottle of champagne in that scene, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, I was surprised I was able to remember who it was, but. Um, uh, Anyway, I, I, you know, I went and saw a movie while my friends are all continuing to work at this place. There were four of us that worked there, and yeah. I'm the only one that's fired that day. Um, Why did fire you? Um, the guy couldn't afford me was yeah. part of it, but part of it was um, he was paying us to code websites, and I was, I was all right, but I wasn't as good as the other guys were at it, yeah. honestly, and... Um, the project that he had me working on was more about like, honestly, it was like a precursor to a lot of the marketing stuff I do in my, my regular life. Now it was like figuring out how to put together a page that would sell the products that he wanted to sell. And when he kind of hit a, hit, hit a, a bump in the road, as far as some other stuff, he, you know, couldn't afford to keep paying somebody to work on that project. And, um, you know, I was I I wouldn't deny it. I was the obvious choice of of the four of us to go in terms of our our, sucked, our skill set. Well, That's yeah. the worst. It's, it's, Getting I, fired, it but it you know builds character too. I yeah. Guess. Well, so, um, we've all got to go through it, you know. So it sucked, but anyway, I um uh uh 
I didn't. It didn't occur to me till later, like that I could have been in any danger in that yeah. situation. But, but at the very least, since then, like the idea, since I realized that, and I'd always understood it in some other circumstances. Just when I was right in that situation, it, I was so in my own head, it didn't even occur to me. Um, but in other situ- like other situations, other things I've observed, other things I've read about, other people. It's unquestionably true that if you are in an exchange with a cop, your 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 uh, odds of dying go up like pretty substantially just yeah. just for interacting with a cop, right? Compared to the days of your life, how many? When's the last time you interacted with a cop? You had a conversation with about six months. I got a ticket. I was speeding. Yeah, you know, I I do the same thing I always do. I yeah. roll down my windows. I got my shit, you know, ready yeah, to go. Hands on the wheel. Get your and, shit ready uh, to go. Turn down the music. He Just actually wait. asked me to step out, which it's all like the county guys around here always ask you to step out. The city guys always say, just, you know, they come up to the car. County guys always say, please step out of the vehicle. So I stepped out of the vehicle. Just checking out your ass. Might have been. You know, that's nice. Uh, the guy. I like uh, to be admired. He says, he says, uh, he says, you know why I stopped you? I says, yeah, man, you got me dead to rights. You know, let's yeah. let's let's roll. Right it. Let's <laughs> like, go. Let's go. I got I got to get home. I'm still not in a great mood. Yeah. You know, uh, I so I don't it, I don't want to spend go. here spend any more time here than I have to. Let's mm. get this shit done so mm-hmm. I can, so I can go. He wrote me a ticket. He gave me a break. You know, he's a nice enough guy. Yeah, yeah. He gives um, you too fast for conditions yeah. instead of twenty five over or some right. bullshit. Yeah, right. Um, it's never happened to me, guys. I don't speed. <laughs> don't speed. I feel, I'll be honest. I speed everywhere. I'm terrible yeah. at it. I'm really bad. I'm I'm bad, and uh, you know it catches up with me every now and again. I got to pay a little buck, you know, a little bit, but it is what it is. You pay your own bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. independent. I'm responsible for the most part. I don't know. I don't know how that fucking happened. How Shit. I became, I, the, odds how were, I became the, odds, the responsible. The odds were against it. I'm going to tell seriously. you. Seriously, like seriously. Yeah, stable home. Uh, yeah, mean, stable home life. Come on. Fucking a. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. really Continuous was. Continuous employment? It was. It, Shit. It, it, I busted my ass, I'll tell you that, over the years uh, to, well, to, you to know, finally figure it out. But, you know. You know, I'm proud of you. Hey, I appreciate proud it, man. I you're, appreciate you're, it. You're a, a model for me. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Thank you very much. It's Bachelor with a dog over here, baby. <laughs> I pay my bills, but shit. I go to sleep when I want. Yep. <clears throat> so, um, but yeah. So, 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 how does the world get back to normal? What do you think? That's a question I'm always curious about. I don't know. Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you force personal responsibility on people? Can you make people learn to be honest? Like so much of the world encourages you. Like down to like I work in advertising. Advertising language. When? What the fuck did the word um, "you're eligible for" become? "You're entitled to." Um, it's it it happened it happened in advertising copy and um the the whole world um is willing to cater to you. and and again i i am guilty of this like i'm i'm i i do this in my job i talk about you know how uh special you are and what a special time this is for you and what you have to do in order to secure your future and get what you deserve i, sure. I sell medicare plans um you know so i i i'm guilty of this i don't write any of the copy myself well i used to but i don't anymore I'm other people's boss and they do that and i don't, <laughs> I don't have to look at it but 
if they asked me, I would tell them to do it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how much, uh, how much, but, but, but the bottom line is, um, really, I say the bottom line is a lot. So sorry about that. But, uh, what, what's really happening there is we're being told, uh, not, not half truths, mistruths. I, I don't want to, I don't want to put a number on it, a percentage on it, but we're being told in some way that isn't really genuine how important and special and valuable everything we do is and how how precious it is and how how um well, that's sort of when we don't when we don't get what we want our our rights have been infringed upon in some way and that yeah that happens right well, left and center that sort of falls in with the like, the whole participation trophy kind of thing you know yeah I mean, yeah i see i'm it's honestly I didn't choose. To, I got participation trophies. I was no good at any sports. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, but and I always thought they were cool. But I also knew that they didn't mean that I was good. Right. And um, I don't believe, honestly, that most kids believe that getting a participation trophy means I'm good. Yeah. It's just a, it means they're good. It's just well, memorabilia I, of. I think the participation trophy is sort of lumped in as a saying for 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 like entitlement right. in the, general. But you know? but it was but it was our parents who chose to give us participation <clears throat> sure. trophies. It wasn't sure. the kids didn't go out and buy participation trophies. Right. Right. And so. But I mean, it's um, an overall like yeah, like well, like people talk about participation trophies that, that you know they say like like there were people that that didn't want to keep score for high school football games because they didn't want a team to lose. Yeah, no, you know, that sort of that sort of ends up falling under the guise of you know the participation trophy thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, let's but be I, honest, that's stupid. It's it's totally <laughs> stupid. That's not how life works. No, um, you're gonna fucking lose. You're gonna fail. You're gonna fall down. You know, and you know, get know my the favorite fucking dick. My favorite. God. One of my favorite quotes. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's having a really rough time lately uh, about this. But um, there's a quote from Rocky Balboa. Have you seen Rocky Balboa? Uh, I love it. I actually uh, just watched when it he like says last week. You know, I tell you something you already know. Life is a hard and ugly place, and it will beat you down and make you stay there. Yes, if you let it. Yes. A so you got to be willing. To, you got to be willing to take the hits. Because that's what life is. You got to take the hits and keep moving forward. Yep. You got to take the hits and get. If you know what you're worth, get what you're worth. Just keep moving forward, because that's how winning's done. And losers talk about the things in their way, and that's not you. And at like every time I watch that, I, I once had I, somebody it, tell me that people who've been through things that I've been through usually end up killing people. That I'm an anomaly. That I that I that I was more in the category of people that end up like in prison or hurting people for one in one way, shape, or form, and it's like you know, it's all about just taking the fucking hits. You you take them and you keep moving forward. I'm not gonna let other people's bullshit and other people's negativity determine who deter, you determine who I am. Fuck that. By you the know? way, I never thought that about you. No, no, no. I like, don't, and I, don't I, I would never so have said that. I mean, I said it. I was drunk. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. I would. I would never. I. I'd never th- once thought that about you because, um, you always had a job. Yeah. You always said, look, fuck. You're you're hanging out with a bunch of kids who are getting more. Most of us were we're we're getting paid to go to school right. either by the state or by our parents. Yep. And you're able to hang with us. You're not. Yep. You're not. You know. You're busting your ass. You're working. You're you're taking care of yourself. You're a fucking manager at places. Like, yeah. you know, they clearly, you know, even when you're like 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, you're taking care of shit and you are making sure that you're in a responsible position they usually for your managers life. usually because I would actually show up and answer the phone when well, they fucking Well, fuck, called. man. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> at 19, yeah, that's pretty yeah, much all calling, you need, you know? <laughs> you're calling a wolf? 
<laughs> Shit, that's all you had to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, you know, when 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 he told me that, I thought, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't believe I suppose that. I don't, maybe I don't know, but but his it was an over obviously an overgeneralization. Yes. About yeah. uh, people who've had a rough. That's, go that's from somebody up, who doesn't know shit. You about, know, like. Yeah, but I, uh, I never felt that way. No, like that was that was the thing. I never felt like I had it. You know significantly terrible or anything i i mean i was just a guy trying to make it in the fucking world like everybody else no you, you know? never i mean you never had a chip a chip on your shoulder about any of that stuff yeah and no, i mean no i mean it, well, to our credit yeah <laughs> no one ever's like oh you know he's less because he's not going to school right. fuck yeah. man you're my you're my brother you know Same and, to you. and and again um i'm so proud of what you got here i don't have this so fuck yeah you know uh, i mean i got lucky you should be so proud yeah you did you did and everyone everyone gets fuck man i mean i I, everyone everyone who finds a great relationship and is happy for a long time is lucky to some degree no question Uh, i mean i did but this is this is this is the the result of collaboration and partnership and 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 real care for one another and i talked about that last time and what my my grandparents and my parents uh are an example of that to me why i'm maybe overcautious if you want to call it that but um is that that the people want this and people are going to say shitty things to you because you've got it and i mean you're not you're not a dick about it i mean you're a dick but you're not (laughs) of course yeah (laughs) (laughs) not about that though (laughs) um but yeah like Everyone, everyone who's honest wants good, happy, healthy family life. They want companionship. They want a place that suits them and and lets them live the life that they uh, uh, believe is appropriate for them. Um, and I, I'm I'm not going to use the word entitled to or deserve or anything like that because Some Texas bourbon. If you want to try, we all what we all deserve and 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 all of that is a. I'm not. I'm not. I think deep, you deserve. Not, I think you deserve what you what you work for. I really do. I all right. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I do. I do believe that. I do believe that. I, 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 I think you know, that's what you deserve. There's, there's no. You know? But you know, there's no. I've always said there. There's always exceptions to every fucking rule. You know, yeah, I, I can yeah. sit here and I can say you deserve what you work for. There's people out there that can't fucking work. Let's take care of those people. I'm good with that. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out how to fucking. Make everybody, yeah. make everybody, you know, happy. That's what I want. That's what I want yeah, in the world. Yeah. You know, let's let's, is, let's take care of everybody. Let's see how every. But it's, it's got to be. You, it can't be just you know, this the, these these folks over here working and these folks aren't working. These these are taking care. It, yeah, you shouldn't. Like, I was reading something about how we should all have universal basic basic income because oh god, you shouldn't have to work if you don't want to. All right, well, what, if you don't want to work, if you don't want to make a contribution. And again, um, people are going to argue, oh, like slinging burgers at McDonald's is making a contribution. It's like, well, you know, someone got served food that they weren't going to get otherwise. Yep. Uh, um, you know, someone has to be there to do that until we invent the robots. But when you, you know, give do everybody $2,000, $2,000 becomes the new zero. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Well, and to that fuck, two thousand dollars is not a lot What's of money. It gonna be? Like, What's it going to get you? It ain't going to yeah, get you yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's. It just, 
I can I tell believe, you. I believe, I believe that unless unless you are in inca- like genuinely incapable and not like oh I have anxiety when I'm in public places right. you can you can you you can you can't necessarily like overcome that on your own like you you need therapy or you need whatever and we should be working on ways to look, sure people think we just have to have the government do something in order for it to happen and that we have no. to take from everybody in no. order to do that and. What we have to do is free up the lanes for people to get what they need without inflated costs. Right. Like like the cost of a college tuition across the board has gone up. The cost of college tuition has gone up 300%. You know why? It it's not in spite ridiculous. of student loans. It's because student loans are cheap and easy. Yeah, of course. Do you know how big, do you know how big the- uh, let's, like, let's make since, that money. Since 1980, the size of the administrative staff of the average university has increased by 375%. Really? Yeah. So so when the administrative staff of, of the uni- University of Florida went in, in Gainesville in 1970, go look Gators. at the site, Tigard Hall. Go Gators. <laughs> uh, Tigard Hall was the administration building. How much bigger is Chrysler Hall? And you know that they've expanded outside of Chrysler oh, Hall. Yeah. Like Chrysler Hall is like four times as big. And um they have satellite administrative offices all over campus. Yep. And um that's just and, and by the way, University of Florida is an extremely well run university. It's a beautiful um, university yeah. too, I can tell you that. It's it is it is it's the number four, I think, public university in the country is now it? I think it's wow. tied I think it's tied with like UVA or something like something shocking wow uh, founded by Thomas Jefferson University of Virginia actually on his tombstone uh, um, it does not say uh, Thomas Jefferson that is does not say President of the United States really it says writer of the Def- Declaration of Independence and founder of University of Virginia wow which I think it, it tells you what he what he valued yeah, more yeah, that's impressive yeah. Uh, I always thought that was fascinating. Um, uh, but, um, and Jefferson's a really interesting guy. There's a great book um, called American Sphinx I've been about really, him. I've been really getting into uh, Teddy Roosevelt lately. Roosevelt is an amazing, interesting guy. There's like the lot, there are lots of, uh, he was a huge, he was, he was incredible con- stories. Conservationist. Rough Riders. Well, the, well the, a lot of the Rough Rider stuff, like he, Teddy Roosevelt was a, Small guy, yeah, and he was sickly when he was young, and that's he always had. To, that's probably why I get along with him. Yeah, yeah why I yeah. identify with him. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not felt sickly, like, but you know, <laughs> now you are. You I'm not look, six two look, either. Yeah, at twenty, <laughs> I, look at twenty one years old, you weren't sickly. Like look. you were, you were someone who would scrap at twenty years old. Now I'm pretty sure it'd only be a couple punches. Um, but uh, now Teddy Roosevelt was no, a guy that's, who. That's why I carry a gun. I don't yeah. fuck with all that. We ain't fighting shit. No way. Um, you ain't gonna have a kneecap, but you yeah. know that's, that's Teddy, a different story. Teddy, uh, Teddy, I, I, from all of the stuff I've read about him, um, and there, he's actually a really big character in the Ken Burns National Parks documentary, yeah. which is really good. But um, he was a guy who was obsessed with masculinity and manhood and what it means to be a man, and yep. um, in ways that were virtuous and and inspiring, but also ways that were really toxic and really yeah. awful. And he 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 glorified war, and he was. You know, like one of the biggest uh, champions for the beginning of Spanish-American War, and he did the Rough Riders thing, and you know, we wanted to be a colonel, and yeah. he left a, a job as the deputy secretary of the Navy in order to do that, and he was, he was just a, like he was obsessed with proving his manhood. He was a son but of by a the bitch. Same, but by this, yeah, but by the same token, he was 
profoundly inspired by and loved the outdoors yeah. and um, uh, established the national parks. And if not, Ken for Burns, him, not for him, I mean, where the fuck would they be? Yeah, Ken Burns. Like, where, would, where would the country as a whole be? Ken Burns, Ken Burns did a thing about the first couple episodes or the first episode of, of the national parks, uh, Our Best Idea, I think is what it's called, or The Nation's Best Idea, America's Best Idea, whatever. Yeah. The best idea is in there. Um, he uh, he talks about how Niagara Falls and uh, some of these other things were just ruined by tourists because there was no conservation. There was no there was people. It, there was no consideration of posterity of, of future generations admiring and enjoying these places. And yeah. and it took somebody using federal power, a Republican no less using federal power to to do that but but historically at the time republicans were um they were you know still kind of in the pocket of big business to some degree but they also were for limited government Mm -hmm. and so the fact that he was he was he was he was a progressive he was the first progressive in 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 the modern application of that word he was a uh he was in favor of unions he was in favor of of um, uh, uh, trust busting and um, uh, all kinds of things that were designed to make the lives of um, middle and lower class America well, better. And unions for as much of a bad rap as they get no, now. Unions are necessary. Unions were in the back seven, then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they, they 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 made they've they've really helped to yeah. shape this country the way it is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, my dad gets all up about labor day and i don't celebrate labor day well what labor the labor movement is now is not what the labor movement was exactly. when it was established exactly. and, and and when you look back into the 1860s and 70s and 80s and 90s and and, and sort of that gilded age stuff where the and i'm probably not exactly right on the exact details yeah. and times here but um you know, this was a time when companies could hire Pinkertons or somebody like that to just come and beat the shit out of people and make them go back to work. And they could, <laughs> the Pinkertons would murder somebody and bury them in a shallow yeah. grave, and suddenly people would be going back to work. Right. And you'd live in a company town where you didn't get paid real money; you got yeah. paid company money. And that you were you spending in the company store to yeah. rent the, in renting the company house, yeah. and paying yeah. the company and, utilities. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. all the com- prices the company set that kept you absolutely an indentured yeah. servant and. We don't have that now. No, that doesn't exist. We live in it. People talk about how they have the right to this or that or their job. I'm like, you know what? You have the right to go find a new fucking job. Yeah, there are parts of my job that are not easy. That yeah. that, that that make my life harder than I like to be. There are parts of it that I like. Uh, the parts of it I love, and 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 they fulfill things that I'm really good at, and I'm and and I, I find value in. But ultimately, if this job doesn't end up being the right for me, the right thing for me someday. It is not my right, responsibility, or privilege to turn it into what I want it to be. I guess my neighbor's watching a game of some sort. <laughs> the Miami Heat, uh, by the way, this is how much I love you. Uh, after this, we're going to have to watch the Miami Heat playing the, the, the oh, Lakers is, in Game is, 5. Is, is, is it Game 5 today? Yeah. Where, well, what's, what's it at? Uh, the Lakers are up 3-1. And uh, I I grew up in South Florida. I've been a Miami Heat fan for over twenty five years. Um, I didn't know it was that far in. Yeah, that that yeah. tells you how much I follow it. So, well, you know, you know, 
you know, um, and not because of what's going on. Oh no, like I don't really, I don't like. Really I know, give pe- shit, I know but, people are like, oh, Black Lives Matter. Fuck, I'm not watching that anymore. I'm like, you know what? You'll get over it. You'll get over it. You'll get over it. It doesn't yeah. matter. No, Look, uh, Black Lives do matter. Sure, and yes, and and there absolutely. are important there are important things. There there are good and bad parts of that message. By the way, the, the actual Black Lives Matter movement. If you read their website, yeah, they are deeply Marxist. Look out! Look out! Lo- that's what got lost. And, and, and I'll tell you, and, uh, f- uh, when when all of this when all, whenever when George Floyd was murdered and everything like that, and I, I he was fucking murdered. Um, yeah. When all that stuff yes. happened, yes, he I was. was. I was talking to a gentleman. The, whom I know, and I said, you know, the the Black Lives Matter movement is one thing. The slogan, the saying, Black Lives Matter is another. Right. That they they don't they don't belong right. together. Right. Black lives do matter. And fuck and, you if and, you think and, otherwise. And there's no question. Know? There's no question that they have had to deal with things that you and I have oh, not. Thousand percent sure. Um, but yeah, the uh, the overall idea that that that. But, but ju- just because you then turn around and you name your organization Black Lives Matter, does not mean that everybody has to fucking agree with what it says because that is separate from the slogan Black Lives. That's mm-hmm. a, that's like it, it's language. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And, well, it was it's good positioning. And, it's and, clever and, and positioning. That was something I thought of with the whole gator bait thing. You know, that is it, it's language. You know, it's not it's it's well, just it, like language. the idea that there's this. There is no question in my mind that uh, the right lost the culture war. The culture war is a thing that people have talked about. Uh, the morality yeah, war yeah. Uh, for for you know in the. 80s 90s and even early 2000s the moral majority held sway the christian value thing and all of that and somewhere along the way and i'm not i'm not entirely like bothered by this but it is but it is the truth that secular morality overtook religious morality as a primary mover not not just of um, of individuals but 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 um you know, if you're Hobby Lobby, you are, or Chick Fil A, you are beaten to hell for well, that's, upholding Christian values. But, but, but look at what look but, at the position that the Catholic Church put people in. Right, in my opinion, I think that's where a lot of it comes from because it, back in the day, you didn't do shit in town without consulting the church. Yeah, yeah. everything revolved church and state and everything right. it was all intertwined. Right. And well, it's because everyone's afraid of giving up control. Sure. Um. Everyone's when they've got it, they're afraid of giving up. That's why they use morality like a club. Yeah, and it's just that the hands are secular now instead of religious, right. and yeah. it's it's still still all gross. Yeah. Um, going back to the nomination thing for just another minute because um, the will to power thing is interesting to me, and and the fact that there's hypocrisy all around, and you it's turtles all the way down. You know. Yep. Um, Sturgill. <laughs> uh, it just. It, what bugs me about it is, um, at its at its root, it, again, there's the hypocrisy part, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's this presumption that um, uh, if this doesn't go our way, we're gonna blow it all the fuck up. Yeah, that's a little crazy. And 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 again, I don't. I I think, I think, thirty days or sixty days or whatever it is is not an appropriate amount of time. To vet and install a new lifetime appointment in yeah. our federal judici- judiciary, I yeah. think that's inappropriate. I think it's 
Um, now, I don't think she's got even like beer loving party boy sorts of you well, know. Rumor has uh, it uh, she uh, was uh, on the docket to be nominated before yeah. Kavanaugh was, yeah. but for whatever reason they moved with Kavanaugh. Yeah, I don't know, but either way, well, she hadn't been on the federal bench very long. Yeah, like she's still only been on it like three years. Right, but um, I think it's inappropriate. I don't. I think it's due consideration. I don't think it's uh, an appropriate amount of time for vetting. I think yeah. it is. I think it is a purely political move. Oh, 100%. It has no, it, I, I agree it with has, that. It has that, 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 I mean, collectively we should be above. We should be I, able I to, agree. we should be able to say, man, that that's just not how we're going to be. Yep. And, uh, we should be able to say Republicans, that's a foul. Yep. That's a foul. And as Democrats, all of this railing and you know, stick to your word and all this bullshit Man, you don't stick to your word. You don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the one that bugged me was um, the impeachment thing yeah. uh, a while back. You know, like I had some dude on Facebook or whatever shouting about, we need a president who will submit to the will of Congress and respect the will of Congress. I'm like, do you know that Barack Obama and Eric Holder were held in contempt of Congress? <laughs> For like 18 months over yeah. the Fast and the Furious thing. Yep. Like they absolutely did not respect the will of Congress. And you know what? At the time, if you even remember it, which this guy clearly didn't, even though it's recent fucking history, um, you were making excuses for him. Yeah. Call a foul. Call a foul. Yeah. Say respect the will of Congress. Like it's okay. When, even, when, even, when it, even when it doesn't do you any yeah. good, call a fucking foul. Yep. Even when it hurts you because that's integrity. Yep. It's, it's okay to just... To have fucked up, to you know, it's okay for your team to have done wrong. It's yeah. okay, you know, that's okay. But I, I but, don't but, care. But, but, it, but when you turn around and you look at me and you say, "No, he didn't say that." Listen, now you're there. now Here's you're a quote. scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Now you suck at life. Yeah. Now I don't want anything to fucking do with you yeah. because you can't even just. Just fucking be honest. If yeah. you're not going to be honest with me about something that somebody else who means fucking nothing to you said what what do well, you what else are you we, gonna say we all get, we all get sold what the lie you say you know we all get sold the lie that um uh this is the most important time this is the most important oh, thing. this is the most monumental they thing. say it every time and, 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 every and time. It, it could be it could be a supreme court appointment it could be um uh uh an impeachment trial it could be um an election. Oh, this is, there's never been a not the most important impression. Uh, like it is amazing how I've been able to survive and keep all of my hair and and you know. Sorry, you lucky bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does look good. It looks fantastic. <laughs> uh, bought and paid for it. No, not really. Not really. No. Thank. Thankfully, thankfully, I got those jeans from my dad's side, not my mom's. Oh, my my you. mom's my mom's dad had the horseshoe. Yeah. Um. But uh, anyway. Uh. The the uh, how have I been able to stay sane and not just rabidly like chewing through the 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 walls over how intense every subsequent election has been? I'm forty years old. That's ten presidential elections. Admittedly, I didn't care much about the first two that yeah. I was alive for. But um, do you listen to Bill Hicks at all? Uh, I, I have. I, I probably couldn't pull out. He's uh, got a, he's got a text. special on Netflix. That I that I watched a couple weeks ago. Bill Hicks. Bill or you Hicks. mean Bill Burr? Because Bill, Bill no, Hicks has been dead for no, twenty thirty Bill years. Bill Hicks. It's a, it's a special oh, okay. of his from like okay, yeah. ninety four. 
Okay, yeah, because he's been dead for at least yes. 25 years. And Bill Hicks was brilliant. Though. It was him talking about, you know, this Rodney King was going on, mm. the L.A. riots were happening, all that shit was going crazy over there. And there was there was an election happening and all this. And, and to hear him say it, if you were just listening and didn't have any information about who he is, when it was said, any of that, you would think that it was said today. You would think it was current fucking events. Oh yeah, Be, and it's and it's exactly they, they the always same. claim it. They, oh, the most the most consequential election of our lifetime. Well, you know what? It's not. It's a fucking lie. Yeah. They, they, um, every, the second oh, biggest lie. Second biggest lie. And you remember I said this on Facebook a little while ago. But the second biggest lie in America is I don't care who you vote for. Yeah. You have to vote. Yeah. No. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. Look, I vote. I care. I'm engaged. Um, the stuff I, we we couldn't have spent the last two hours talking about this and dick and fart jokes and strip clubs. <laughs> uh, if it weren't for the fact that I I really do care about the the, the, the forward momentum and, yeah. and and what we are as a culture and a country and, and, a, and a government and all that. But but the reality is that's not for everybody. Yeah, and I don't mean like oh you know if you're not educated you shouldn't vote. If you are dumb as fucking rocks. If my dog was a person instead of a dog and she was 18 instead of 12 i'd tell her if you want to vote go ahead and vote go ahead she's gonna have vote for it. dog bones and licking her butt <laughs> but um frankly i feel that's, like that's i feel that, like that's, that's a yeah, yeah i feel like that's a choice i'm right there with you that's pretty uh, much where we're at yeah but <laughs> but ultimately uh you 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 can vote for whatever you, what you want to for whatever reasons you want to and yeah. that's fine with me but the reality the, the posturing no person who has not already told you who they think you should vote for will ever 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 tell you that you must vote that it's your civic responsibility and that's because that's a coercive thing to say it's not fair it's not fair to say I don't care who you vote for you should vote and they're covered in fucking Biden Harris so they're covered <laughs> in MAGA shit or you know, whatever you know what I saw I saw a poll recently that I thought was that was funny it was a different twist on the polls because I don't think I mean I see the the excitement I see the enthusiasm around Trump and I could be wrong I mean maybe I'm just <clears throat> maybe I'm seeing one side of it but I don't see that enthusiasm for Joe Biden. I don't. I, I see people on Facebook saying Trump twenty twenty. I don't see people saying Biden twenty twenty. Yeah, I see people saying Trump twenty twenty. Don't vote for Trump. Yeah, but they're not saying Biden. Well, and that's a, that's a problem. They're not excited that's about that's a problem. It. Is because and, and and the the problem comes down to intellectual dishonesty. And again, it comes on both sides. Well, with because, these polls, they they you know again that I don't really buy into. Mm -hmm. One, I I saw it. Uh, there was the poll was. Um, how many of you think your neighbors are voting for Trump? Oh, and they think a ton of them are. Every, it, Everyone's the, terrified of it. So, so the polls go like like the polls were, you know, forty eight percent Biden, forty two percent Trump, or something like that. Yeah. But then when they asked people what they uh, if they thought their neighbor was voting for Trump, yeah. it was like sixty five seventy eight percent for Trump and like thirty two percent for Biden. Yeah, you know. So that sort of makes me think well, that the that there's there's a reason for that. Maybe it's the appearance. Maybe there maybe there's signs I on the lawn or something I think like that. I think know? part of it is there's self-reporting error. I think there are yeah. many, 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 many people who don't want to admit they're going to go into the ballot box and vote for Trump. Yeah, it's not it's not me. It won't be me. Yeah, 
um, we didn't get too deep into it before, but um, there was never a chance I was going to vote for Donald Trump. There's never a chance I was, uh, there was almost a chance that I would have voted for Biden. And that was when he did the Lafayette Square thing, uh, when Trump yeah. uh, walked to Lafayette Square and had police like shooting tear gas and he stood there with a Bible in his hand as a fucking prop. <laughs> It's just the, the Bible most, thing was weird because well, it, 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 it looked like fucking dumbass. It looked like he had never held oh, it no, or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was weird. Um, but 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 the, but the again, thing that, that was, was a, that was a situation where where Barr came out and said, you know, X, Y, and Z. This is the reason that these people were moved back. Yeah. And then it was reported in the media as ABC. And well, who you yeah, know, so what's, so what's true? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's true about that. Know? But either way, either way, it was. A, a needless provocation for him to cross that park, yeah. drive those people out, and stand in front of there and do a photo op. Yeah. And it was utterly imperial. Yeah. And and to me, that kind of cavalier use of power is profoundly offensive. But see, that's what I'm saying, is because um, the reports the reports that I heard, and this is just what I heard here and there, because Initially, it came out that oh, they're they're tear gassing and they're pushing people out so Trump could come and do this photo op, and then Barr comes out and says, "No, these people were supposed to be moved yesterday after the church burned so down, and then, but so we came in that morning to f- discover that people had not been moved back. These boundaries for protests had not yeah, been but moved so back. What? So what? The president is that is, is that it, a, it's a fucking photo op? Well, but that's what I'm saying though. Is it is it is it as much a photo op or is it just a victim of circumstance? I hate to call no, Trump no, a it's victim no, no, in any, no, 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 any way, shape, or no, form. The, the president is, is the most protected, thing? the most sheltered, the most, but also you know in some ways the most mobile person. On because the I'm telling you, this is what um, this is what people are struggling with. This this very no, scenario I know, right I know, here. I know, but, but because people are being told. Two no, absolutely, absolutely divergent things. things. You know, I get that. But if here's Trump the, here's is standing the there going, "Get these fuckers out of Lafayette matter. Square! It I want to pose with a Bible." It doesn't fucking then matter. A, to then me. he's a cocksucker, and everybody can get behind that. And I, and there's a narrative that people are pushing to say he's a cocksucker because this is what he did. But then there's these other people that are coming out saying he's not a cocksucker because that's not what he did. This is what was being done, and it just so happened. Well, oh, he would just so happen to take a fucking stroll. He's but a president. I don't know. He doesn't take a fu- he doesn't take a fucking stroll but anywhere. I, but he I don't know. He do- the president. The like president, I'm saying, though, but, you but, have but, two but, different but, narratives no, being presented. I don't. I say I don't buy one of them. I but don't that's buy, what people are struggling. I look, with. look. It, could it be? Could it be less the tear gassing and more something more that it was? Oh, I don't fucking that? know. The point. The point to me is not whether or not. He tear gassed people yeah. specifically, or why he tear gassed people. He did not need to go from the White House or wherever the fuck sure. he was through Lafayette Park to yeah. the front of that church and yeah. do that. That was a provocation, regardless yeah. of if those people should have already been gone. He's a fucking president. Ooh. It takes him 45 minutes to go anywhere. Yeah. There's no question that the Secret Service reported on who sure. was in front of him before he left. Yeah. So he or somebody elected to drive those people out in order for him to do this thing that any sane person would have said, you know what? Right. I'm just going to make a speech from the Rose Garden today. Yeah. I'm 100%. just going to, I'm just going to go to the, like, it's not like they're not going to be, there's not going to, there's not, not going to be an audience. He's the most right. powerful man in the whole fucking world. Donald right. Trump is the most powerful man in the whole fucking world. Wait, Donald wait, wait. fucking Trump is the most powerful man <sighs> in the whole fucking world. Can you believe that? Oh, it's so depressing. How did that happen? But 
I, I, I still, I still, I don't to know, this I don't know. day, Everyone, sometimes, everybody is complicit. Sometimes everybody. I'm looking at the fucking TV screen, I'm seeing him on there, and I just look. I wake I, up and I'm like, Donald and my, so, my Donald wife will look at president? me, and she'll, she'll Fuck, see man. me, and she's like, why are you laughing? And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's sometimes it's just hard to believe that this motherfucker I used to watch on The Apprentice is is the goddamn president of yeah, the United you States. You fucking Pizza Hut commercials. I didn't see broke. that coming. I didn't see it coming. I was like, mm. okay, well, uh, all right, Clinton, four years of Hillary. Okay, fuck. all right, um, Jeb Bush is going to be the guy. That's who yeah. he's going to be yeah. against. And uh, I thought, I thought Hillary, we, Hillary's going to win it in a walk. I thought we may there was a slim possibility with Bush, Jeb Bush. Nah. Yeah, nah. Uh, I don't like. I, I didn't like Jeb Bush when he was. You're a probably right. Somebody, Hillary would have really. He would have won. She went in a one. One in yeah, a walk. I mean, the, yeah. the the yeah, and and um, it's because Trump energizes people for better yeah. or worse. Yeah. He 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 animates people, and Jeb Bush doesn't have that. But it's all about finding um, the button. You find the button and you push yeah. it. And, yeah. And and when you do, but, then then you're fucking president. But yeah, I people like. Just gotta I, figure like, it out. I was I was thinking about Biden just just the tiniest bit like just a little. Yeah. And it was, and, it was and, the Beto and, and, thing for yeah, me. Well, it was the Beto O'Rourke thing and it was the gun thing for me that I was yeah. like, you know what? I mean, Trump literally could walk over and shoot somebody in the middle of 5th Avenue right now and I still would fucking vote for him at this point. That's mm. how fucking bad I think the Biden thing is. Uh, because no, I think for me was, I don't think he's all there. No, either. I don't think he's all there. I don't I, well, I don't know that I whether or not I think he's all there. I don't I think he's an enormous risk not to finish his term. Oh, 100%. for one reason or another. Um, Did you see the so, news today? So, the Twenty Fifth Amendment thing about Nancy Pelosi. They're saying it's a test run for when Biden gets yeah. in there, so they can get him out. And they just apparently they need to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, expedient well, well, about my, it. Like I know, I know people. <laughs> I know people who have claimed, oh, he's gonna he's gonna win, and then he's immediately gonna resign, and Kamala Harris is gonna be the, the president, <sighs> or Kamala. Oh. Kamala is how it's pronounced. Um, but anyway. Uh, that lady's That's, a bitch. She's, she's, that lady's well, a bitch. I, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'd, I'd bitch that lady's or not. a bitch. She kept she's, people she, in prison having knowing, evidence knowing that, that they were yeah. innocent. Yes. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that bitch. Yeah. I, no, I don't give no, a fuck. She's, she's, you know, people say, oh, Kamala Harris is a cop. Yeah, she's a fucking cop. She's she's a dirty cop. Yep. And uh, again, criminal justice is my button. Yep. It's been, it, I was saying it earlier, it is the thing that animates me in politics is the belief that the state should not be able to coercively or or uh, arbitrarily place limits on your life, and um, uh, in law enforcement that means um, digging into your home and your personal business, taking your things. Which, by the way, civil asset forfeiture literally is Joe Biden's baby from like the early <laughs> the early nineteen eighties. He was the guy. The, the 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 Reagan administration put it into practice, but he was the one who worked with the, um, I think it was the Government Accountability Office or somebody, to work out a legal justification for civil asset forfeiture. And if you don't know what civil asset forfeiture is out there, it basically means that if you are a wealthy person and you are suspected of some crime, they can secure your, they can take your home, they can take your car, they can take your bank accounts they can seize everything and not necessarily have proof that any of those things were used in the commission of a crime but keep them away from you so you can't sell them spend them use them in a way to help you with your defense because what they were finding was they were going after the big wig drug dealers 
and they couldn't bring him down because they could afford the high-priced lawyers. And um, and so what they did was say, well, if we suspect that you used your Land Rover in the commission of a crime and it's worth $100,000, we're going to take it and sell it at auction, and we're going to keep that $100,000 and use it to prosecute you. And you won't get anything for it. Some wild shit. Man. Yeah, yeah. And that happens to this day. To this day. I mean, that is some wild shit. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, that kind of thing. Never mind. Um, you know, seeing someone's got a tail light out and choosing that as probable cause to search their fucking car. Do you know what I do? And I, I've, I've the past couple of years, whenever I see somebody with a tail light out, I let them know. Yeah. And yeah, just that's good. Just, I don't That's know good. why, and you shouldn't have to do that. I mean, you know? it's 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 a it's a very low key version of the talk. But you never, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know that they talk about the talk, sure. Um, which I'm sure they have to have. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you're if you're the, the child or uh, the parent of a a black child or mm-hmm. something like that, you got to tell them. Well, yeah, we mind do. your p's yeah. and q's. You got to yeah. be you got to be ten times as good. Yeah. And now it's not. And it gets into deep territory here, but statistically speaking. You're not any more likely to be killed in a police encounter, but you are much, much, much more likely to get the hell beat out of you. Sure. I believe and, that. And there are a ton of studies that say that, and uh, some really great interviews with people who, 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 who did those studies who were like, God, I thought it was going to turn out differently. But the reality is, without a doubt, if you are black or of color, you will get the hell beat out of you at a rate that's like three times as much as a white person. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yeah. And you don't want to mouth off to a cop. And that's the, the the talk is justified on those grounds, whether or not you're more likely to be killed. Yeah. Because um, uh, a fractured orbit bone is a lifetime of headaches. Yeah. You know, um, and, 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 and you don't have to be dead to be permanently damaged. And they they have some of the worst stories are really horror show sorts of things. And man, you you. I just wish that people could deal fairly and honestly with it. Yeah. Because that's all we're asking because, for. Because that's uh, all yeah. we're asking for. Because the idea that you're going to defund the police is fucking crazy. Yeah, you're an idiot. If yeah. you want to defund yeah. cops, yeah. if you yeah. if you think we should just defund police departments. Oh, yeah. We're just going to send a social worker without an armed escort yeah. to somebody who we don't know. How'd that work for those cops out violent. there in California that got shot while they were just sitting in their fucking car? Yeah, well. You know? I mean, come on. we. That's. Social yeah, workers, there was. If you want to send social workers into just domestic domestic calls, there was there was there two are plenty cops. of there are plenty of uh, violent domestic there calls. Were, there were two cops that were that were ambushed and killed while responding to a routine domestic violence phone call. Well, there's a cop in Jacksonville you know, uh, back. In, I think it was in April. The, the body footage, body cam footage, was recently released. This woman, mm-hmm. this uh, female cop, who. Uh, uh, was attacked and stabbed by a woman. She she was responding to a domestic disturbance oh, call. Oh yeah, the lady came out the door. Came she had out a knife like, in her hand. With a knife in her hand. Ready to go. Had, yeah. Now the cop the cop shot like six times. Yeah. Missed her. But then the other com, a cop came up and dropped her. Yep. But and I, I don't blame her by the way. She got stabbed in the arm and then was in a panic trying to get far enough away to put this woman down because yeah. she picked up the knife again after they knocked it out of her hand. They picked she picked up the knife again and they had to shoot her. But like, um, I don't. I think cops should be demilitarized, and I think that they're they should be reformed and retrained. Yes, um, uh, I've been reading a book called uh, "The Rise of the Warrior Cop" 
by Radley Balco, mm-hmm. who is like the leading expert on police uh, uh, criminal justice reform on, mm-hmm. on this subject, and one of the leading experts. He's not the only guy, but he um, uh, he finishes he, he, like he finishes each chapter in his book with a series of lies that were told during the time period of that chapter mm-hmm. to. Uh, foster greater adoption of SWAT teams and other militarization as well as the escalation of the drug war. And the one that stuck with me was in um, 1972, the Nixon Nixon administration uh, during the beginning of their war on crime, the war on drugs deal, uh, released a claim that said that drug addicts had stolen $200 billion worth of property in the service of buying more drugs, selling the selling it to buy more drugs, Fuck. in the year 1971, or in like the previous previous three years or something. Mm-hmm. Other bureau, uh, FBI statistics or something like that report that the enti- actual uh, Department of Justice statistics maybe the actual reported total sum total of all theft for any reason over the same period was 32 billion dollars. Hmm. So they inflated it by a factor of seven to fearmonger people into letting them break into people's homes without announcing themselves and to justify uh, uh, buying more and more and more uh, material to have escalating conflicts mm-hmm. and more dangerous conflicts to uh, uh, execute more raids in which they would knock down people's doors without announcing themselves. Um, under the pretense initially that they were going to destroy evidence if they had the time. If you've got like, like the, the funny thing about that is if you've got a warehouse full of cocaine, which is the kind of bust you want, you can't flush that no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kind of people you can get are petty criminals. People yeah. who've got a personal supply and, um, and they fixated on these things cause it scared people and it gave them power, uh, to, uh, uh, expand their influence mm-hmm. and um, the way policing is done in America is fucked it is no, ridiculous I agree it is, it is it is it is borderline criminal in and of itself and I've been stopped by cops I've been harassed by cops was um, it a lady cop in your automobile I got stopped by a lady <laughs> cop in my automobile what's up Anthony Kiedis um but no, I mean, I've I've had some uh, I've had some you know encounters with police in my in my day. Um, a lot of them when I was a teenager, uh, you know. Um, and as I've said on this podcast before, you know the the important thing to to note is I never felt like my life was in danger. In I didn't either. Those, in any well, of those no, moments, I didn't. I, I you know, that's, that's not entirely true. I never like, once thought I, I was going to not walk away from uh, those. Well, situations. no, I never thought I wasn't going to walk away. I was just always acutely aware of how much power they had. I to, was, I was definitely to not to change the course of my life. And I thought that just you know, I could sit there, I could comply with what they said, and and you know, all would be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way it is. Oh. Um, I'm imaginative. I can always think of ways that it can go wrong. Yeah, and again. My, some of generally guys, speaking, and, and there's some my guys. interactions with cops have been positive, and yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying otherwise. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that so I'm much. acutely aware that this is a person who literally has the power of life and death over yeah. me. 
if they can think of a good enough excuse yeah, to put and, and put an crazy. end to my life, that they're carrying a weapon that, that can end my crazy. life. That's and, scary. And that, that comes down in part to how serious we talked about last time, how seriously I take the responsibility of owning and carrying a gun. Mm-hmm. But I've always been acutely aware of that, even if I wasn't specifically afraid for my life in that moment. Does you that carry, make sense? Do you carry on you? No. Concealed no, carry? No, no, no. I mean, I, I could, but I don't. And, 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 um, in, there are times in my life, my life where I've been tested as far as how would I deal in an emergency. I'll tell you and something. I've, and I've, I've, I've actually come out really strong in those moments, and I've been really proud of myself for that. But by the same token, I'm not a great athlete. What? I'm not the most coordinated yeah. person, and I'm, I'm going to be on. I don't put myself in situations where I need it all that much. Right. So, frankly, I'd rather someone who is more confident, more capable, and more um, willing to shoulder the responsibility of what happens if it goes wrong yeah. than I am. I, I could not live with myself and I'm not like suicidal I couldn't live with myself but I would, would be miserable mm-hmm. miserable if I ever made that big a mistake. When I first started carrying I was I, my my wife went out with some friends and uh, I went and picked them up that evening it was like well that morning it was like fucking yeah, you yeah, know yeah. two o'clock bars were shutting down and stuff and I'm, I've been at home with the kids all evening and, you know, I'm not, I'm not a drop to drink. I went and picked him up, uh, come back to the house and there was, there was a, there was a car full of fellas riding next to me, younger guys, you know, um, thinking they're hot shit, whatever. And, uh, they were riding next to me, just kind of cutting over in front of me and all this sort of weird shit. They're know? showing off for the girls. Showing off, you know? And I'm like... Boy, I sure hope this doesn't turn awkward, you mm-hmm. know, because mm-hmm. I've got a gun, you know, and 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 I, and I, I I'm, it was the first moment because I had only recently started carrying, like I said, but it was the first time I'd ever been carrying where I was like, this is a really strange sort of feeling. Like I really have to, I really have to stop and look at everything, you know. You have to you have to be like hyper vigilant of of everything that's happening, you know, because. Just because you're carrying a fucking gun, that doesn't mean shit. Like you gotta be, you gotta make sure. If there's any reason that you gotta pull, you you better be in full legal fucking compliance. Yeah, yeah. you know that all the stars yeah, have yeah. aligned. Yeah, you don't, not, you don't, you don't want to be there. You don't want you there know? to be any question. But it you're, was you're, a, you're, yeah, it no. was just a very weird moment in my life that I I I distinctly remember, but just just because I'd never experienced that feeling of like, okay, I really. This is this is a big thing. Like if, uh, you know, if because of course you know your mind starts wandering. You, know, you start thinking about yeah, what if up, this? What if that? What yeah. If, yeah. What if they get out and they start exactly. pulling on the car hand, door then, handle? Then yeah, what, what do, do I, I got to do? You know. Well, there we go. But but man, you it, it really makes you put things into perspective. Yeah. You know, it's a uh, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. It really is. You know, it's you funny. Know? I, I've been smirking this whole time you're telling the stories because I have a story that's ridiculous about one of the first times like. I, again, I don't carry my gun outside my home, mm-hmm. but there have been a couple times where I have had it in my hand answering the door. Yeah. And I'm going to do a little Foley here, so you're going to have to excuse me. Um, but uh, uh, one day, I'm sitting in my home. It's like a Tuesday night, and it's 10 p.m., mm-hmm. 11 o'clock. I'm watching Star Trek. I'm sitting around having a scotch and just relaxing, and I start to hear this. Let's see if I can get this down here. That's an odd noise. 
on my front door. That's okay. So I go to the door and I look through the peephole and I can't see anything. There's mm-hmm. not, there's nobody. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I can't see anything. I can see my doorway and there is nobody standing in my doorway that's visible. Shut the fuck and up. And so I, 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 I step back and I go away and I'm like, I, maybe I'm too drunk. I don't know. And I go. Okay. So finally, I, I, I go and I get my gun out of its case. I pop the lock out, <laughs> put a mag in, rack it, and I'm standing there at the door. And finally, I get enough guts to open the door. And there is a box turtle. With, it's about <laughs> ten. It's about it's about ten or twelve inches in length. And apparently, it decided to dry hump my front door. That's hilarious. I was. I'm like ready. I'm ready that I'm gonna have to pop a cap in something, or I'm about to have a ghostly encounter. Oh no, my god! It's a turtle the size of a shoebox that it has been bashing the shit out of my front door. So I kind of get like an umbrella or something. Bring, bring that mic know, back to Bring that mic back to I get like an umbrella or something because I don't know like like if it's a biting kind of turtle, right? <laughs> I'm not a fucking naturalist, I'm not Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, and so like I push it. Oh, so I turn it around and I start whiskey. Just, I need more whiskey for uh, which one do you want? I don't know. What are we drinking? Just pour me some. You know, know. Here hang on, this. hang on. Should we pause? I gotta piss. Pause it. All right, I'm gonna pause it. Hold on. All right, all right. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> I need. <coughs> so so anyway, I'm feeling like terrified and and also weirdly empowered by the fact that I've right. got a weapon. If there is, in fact, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do if it's a ghost, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I you said close, you don't, you said no, you I don't, don't I don't believe, I don't believe in ghosts at all. At but all? I, no, no, not in zero, no, in zero. See, now I knew that when we got together, we were going to be sitting here and we we're going to be talking, um, you know, about the world and 2020 yeah, yeah. and all that shit. But Facebook conversation, you and I, we were talking. And I told you, you said conspiracy theories. You and don't believe are in ghosts, not at all. Yeah. Um, we talked about conspiracy theories. Already. What if I yeah. what if I told you a a, a a story, a potential ghost story that I think might change your opinion? You think I'm willing to listen? All right, All right. I'm willing to listen. Let's go ahead. I'm gonna lay it on you. So, uh, picture it. Sicily no, is uh, Michigan. My my grandparents, my great grandparents, um, they would. Uh, play music together the fiddle and the piano so you can make a a, a nice like um speakeasy type restaurant with yeah that name. yeah the fiddle and the piano well my my everyone my, wearing fucking bracers and suspenders <laughs> and hat, you know hats and right well they yeah. so they used to play together and um you know we had the family home that they that they lived mm-hmm. everybody went there for holidays and all that shit and, you know back in the good old days and uh, my my great grandfather passed away in '86. A mm-hmm. um, couple years later, my 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 great grandmother sold the home to somebody else. Um, the people that bought it are the same people living in it today. Mm. They've been there ever since. Um, and they've always said, "Hey, if you ever want to come by, you know, family, you know, check the place out, see the old house, whatever. You know, we haven't changed anything. Come on by. We'd love to have you. Mm-hmm. You know, the company." So, my great grandmother, she made it another thirty-four years, I think it wow. was, and uh, she died 
the year that my daughter was born, 2010. Mm-hmm. So, um, shortly thereafter, uh, the homeowner ran into my aunt, who still lives up in the area. Uh-huh. And the story that I heard was shortly after my great-grandmother passed away that they started hearing fiddle and piano music coming from the living room. And it never happened before. After my great-grandmother passed away, they heard the unmistakable sound of music coming from the living room. But, uh, see, see, this is this is where words... They, they, Unmist- they heard... Un- unmistakable. They heard music. Unmistakable I'm saying unmistakable. They heard... But, 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 they heard but are, piano. Are you sure? They, they, they ch- hold on, they hold on, hold on. Are you sure that they checked to make sure it wasn't a turtle? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they should have fucking checked. Dude, fuck, man! Like I did, I did. Turtles happen, man. But um, I honestly look. I I think I need some fucking whiskey. What do we got here? Oh yeah, give me, give me, me get some, the good stuff. Give me, give me the give me the, yeah. give me the Japanese yeah. something or other. It yeah, loved yeah. you a long time, and I'm going to hell for that. I should have said that, but it, we're late. Fuck, man. We're, we're going on two and a half hours here, and I'm, I've am i already said some things I probably shouldn't have. I'm probably going to say some more, but... Um, That's all, you know. It's, it is what it is. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it under wraps here. Porchville. Um, <laughs> but to, here's, here's, here's what I think about ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's... I don't think that people who believe in them are stupid or suckers or anything like that I think without getting too uh, minimizing the level of philosophy I put into this I'll just say I believe that people have a the the, the combination of emotions and imagination and um, passion for things and I know passion and emotions but like like you have this we have this investment in things and places and you know I've stood at the Vietnam Memorial I've stood at the Lincoln Memorial and read the Gettysburg Address off the wall and felt moved yeah uh, I felt something that felt palpable mm-hmm. and um, spiritual in its way yeah I've I've um, I've read things in, in books that I've, I felt awakened something in me I've been places that I grew you know lived spent time in as a child that, that were important to me that seemed like there was something present there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe that those things are supernatural. I don't believe that those things are, are um, not tangible in a, like a literal way, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that they are external phenomena. Mm-hmm. I think they are the result of a, of, of the beauty of what's inside our brains that of which we only know a fraction of anyway. Right. You know, right. Well, it's the, yeah. you know the whole you only use ten percent of your brain thing is bullshit. But yeah. but but the but the but the but greater mystery, yeah. the greater mystery of how we actually work and what makes us who we are, is certainly there. Yeah. And 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 for me, I think it's as beautiful a story as, as if if these people had heard from you guys mm. uh, over the years you know that they'd invested time in you and having you come see them that that they felt your love and the and the and the 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 sanctity of that place for you in your heart Mm -hmm. 
uh, collectively, your your family, the people that come by and seen it, and for them to have felt that they heard something or or felt that presence. That mm-hmm. doesn't to me. That doesn't literally mean it's there. It doesn't mean there's mm-hmm. an actual ectoplasmic entity there. Right. It means that something that mattered to you lived on in the stories that other people carried, mm-hmm. and and that 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 something that mattered to us or affected us or sort of installed itself in our consciousness animates our imaginations and makes us believe in things beyond ourselves i think that's beautiful i don't think Mm -hmm. it's i don't think it's foolish i think it's it's not for me Mm -hmm. in some way like the the parts of it i've described are definitely for me i've gone play again i've gone places that i feel like i felt touched by them but Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it's it's metaphorical and so and so my my thinking on those things is is that the it's not there's no shortage of people trying to prove that the dead speak yeah um largely they're pretty unscientific in my opinion but 100 but there have been many people as who a were, member of that group yeah. i tell you that yes well but you and know, we try but you know uh, we, well i know but, but but the other part of it is you know what it's fun a hundred percent and and um that's why the teams always fall apart because because everybody wants to go out and do the investigation part but the work part everybody's like oh, i don't want to do all the reviewing and listening and actually trying to see if shit yeah, you know yeah like, oh, I actually have to try to be scientific. Nobody wants to do that part. Yeah, they just want yeah, to go out and yeah. see, like, is anybody here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like someone's <laughs> peeing my pants <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's why they always fall yeah, apart. But, yeah, uh, like listening to hours of static to hear, like, one whispered, garbled word that probably was the middle of an AM radio broadcast. I did have I did have a really cool experience one night at a uh, at a guest's house, at a client's house that, that called uh, my me and my friends to come and investigate. Mm-hmm. Um so she had a couple big dogs you know probably 80 90 Mm -hmm. pound dogs you know they're large dogs and uh we're we're out in the garage setting up Mm -hmm. and i'm hearing a dog scratching at the door trying to get out like clearly we all stop and hearing it and and are listening to it Mm -hmm. because it's it's very loud you know and it stops and my head is all registering that this is a dog. This is her dog that's inside. And then I remember, oh, wait, she said she got rid of the dogs for the evening so that we could do the investigation. But I mean, I I consider myself to be a fairly rational, sane person. But was the dog dead? No, no, there was no dog there. No, but that's my point. Like, like, what, what, what do you think happened then? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, well, you don't know with it. That's the thing. I don't know. But what I do know, the factual part of it is, I heard the fucking door shaking. I heard something. I heard. So I heard the door moving. I heard something shaking the door. Now I've I've been so, on so I've been this, in spots. Is, it, is this a, is this a town that has wind or one that doesn't have wind? Oh yeah. Is this, is this, is this, I mean, is there's this, definitely wind. Is this is this is this, is this, is this a house that has uh, forced air conditioning? This is or more one of that a. Does not? This is more of a. And, and trust me, trust me. I'm not somebody that 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 would hear something like this and go, "Oh, it's clearly a, a haunting." I would go, right. "Okay, what?" Like you said, is there something going on with the air conditioner? Is there mm-hmm. is there windows open? Let's look at all these different things, and let's make sure we rule out. 
I did an investigation one time for for uh, some folks that called me, and they were hearing this weird noise outside of their bedroom window at like four a.m. and it was this noise, not a box turtle, but we went to their house. We investigated it. And about two o'clock. Is there a morning, ghost masturbating outside the window? Oh, be even better than that. Even better than that. At like two in the morning, I hear this weird noise. It's an armadillo, isn't but it? But it's not. It's not the four a.m. like they said. And I hear. And I look out the window, and the it wasn't sprinklers three. in the front yard of the neighbor turned on. Well, they had a fireplace in their bedroom that had an open flue. It's getting the that's see. but it was a new style. It was a metal flue. It wasn't like a full yeah, blown yeah, chimney. Yeah, yeah. It was one of these metal flues that hang off the side of the house. Yeah. So it was only like you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My house. The, the fire. Yeah. I have one of the gas fireplaces right. in my house, and it has that. Yeah. So, so my theory was in that instant, I was like, well, somehow, at four a.m., there's something else happening, and that sound is coming in through that fucking vent, and it's making it sound like it's right there in their own bedroom. And I'll be goddamned if at 4 a.m. on the fucking dot, the sprinklers right outside their bedroom windows, still on the neighbor's, yeah, yeah. but it, on the side of his house, yeah. came on. And, and when they came on, they didn't come on with very, very high pressured. Mm-hmm. So they're, as they're pushing, the sprinklers are pushing themselves out of the ground, they're going, shh, shh, shh. And then they're on, and they run mm-hmm. full. So it was a really, you know, yeah, it's a gradual. It sounds, it sounds weird and frightening. Exactly, and yeah. it was just, it was just a circumstance of mm-hmm. them hearing some weird noise at four a.m. Yeah. outside of their bedroom window, being in a sleep, you know, haze and all that shit. But it's yeah, also no one, being filtered yeah, in not, through yeah, the. They're not sitting up till right. four in the morning to listen to themselves. They get a bunch of chumps. Right. So that's <laughs> exactly, and uh, and so. When I tell you, you know, we don't just we wouldn't just sit there and go, oh yeah, that's that's definitely something paranormal. Right. It's 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 everything in the absence of of you know once once we exhaust all the, you yeah. know the the obvious things, you know like okay, that's the obvious shit. And what else? What else are we looking? At? Let's really fucking dig down on this. You know what could it be? You know is there is there any sort of outlying circumstances you know environmental or you know electric electrical or anything like that mm-hmm. that could that could be causing this that or the other thing you know mm-hmm. um, um but yeah i mean it, yeah, i don't know we had fun i got i got a re- well, i got sounds, some recordings like, look it know. sounds like fun but but, yeah. but again i i just think the amount of empirical evidence that's available for it yeah. is vanishingly small yeah. and is usually sure. open to dispute. You know, the, the word empirical is a little fuzzy on mm-hmm. it. And so um, I just, I'm a practical person. Yep. I don't think there's a ton of value in believing, not in, to get spiritual, not necessarily that there's no afterlife or something like mm-hmm. that, but to believe that... Um, that's moving here in that way. It just doesn't. It just doesn't fit with 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 what I believe. However, however, yeah. I really believe very strongly and very passionately in the idea that people hold things that, that matter to them deeply in their hearts, and they and 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 that love and affection and and investment 
you know, it's a sterile word, but investment in things leaves a mark on you. And that mark is 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 a is a, a hole in our objectivity. It's a hole in um it's a hole in our rationality. And so what it means really is that at any given time, at any given moment, you can be overcome by the magic of something that lives with you. Well, and some people even believe it could just be like other dimensions and shit. Yeah, I've got I got friends who believe in things like the like, Akashic field and crap yeah. like that. And I'm, I'm they're like, if you get high wild. enough, you can see it. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know about all that. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, I, people tell me about mescaline and LSD and all kinds of shit that DMT. I'm just like, look. You, you ever tried any of that? You no, no, any no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not built for that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I have, I have, I have a warrior's imagination. <laughs> Um, I have, I have, excuse me. Jesus Christ, imagine what would happen if I was in an LSD when that turtle started banging on the door, right? Like, that's not, that's did not you, my. Did you keep the turtle? No, no. no? I, I sent him on his way. Turtle I said, no soup today. <laughs> um, or no fish today. Anyway, I, uh, I, I, uh, I just, I don't. I'm comfortable with my depth and my ability to sort of um, navigate my inner space. Mm. I don't feel uh, this need to, quote unquote, expand my consciousness or move beyond who I am because, um, again, I'm an imaginative guy. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I can project myself into things. I can project thoughts into or imagine my way into circumstances or imagine circumstances that are well beyond the normal because I'm creative. That's mm -hmm. what creative people can do. Yeah. I don't, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm a great songwriter or, or, or whatever, but like me neither. If, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, I will concede that you're at least a little better than I am. Um, but, 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 you know, ultimately, you know, it's, it's really not, I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing out because I haven't altered my brain chemistry too much, and um, and and I think uh, I, I I think I don't think down on people who do do that. Right. I'm even I'm even mildly curious about it, but I don't I don't I just don't think that I. I'm, I'm insanely curious about it. Have you I, have you ever I've done I've even? I've tried acid when I was a kid, you know, just like I mean the 90s being mm -hmm. what they were. I tried uh I tried it a couple times and I always had fun with it. I mean, everybody always talked about oh, bad trips and uh when I was when I was younger, I that was what always kept me away from it was the fear of, you know, having a bad trip, you know. And I think I'm a candidate for a bad trip. When I really. when I most of my friends who have done it are like I don't. I don't think that's for you. I flipped a switch in my head, where all of a sudden one day I was just like, you know what, I want to try it, and that sounds fucking like a lot of fun. And I tried it, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, I tried. I tried DMT. It didn't really do it for me though. You know, they talk about DMT like blasting you off. I don't know if it, I just had a weak dose or whatever, but. Um, 
Yeah, I was just, just some pencil shavings. Didn't really do it for me. It was a little piece of paper I ripped off my notebook. I felt kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I felt a little retarded for a minute. I was like, oh, boy. But I did, like, they talk about seeing Jesus when you smoke that stuff. And, like, like I can go to church and see Jesus. I had never, I didn't, it was not, I just kind of sat there, you know, and, uh, I mean, I was, I was chilling. But I wasn't, like, talking to fucking dolphins or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. It was pretty, it was boring, you know. Mm-hmm. It didn't, and it didn't taste good. didn't make me want to fucking do it again. So, yeah, that was yeah. that. For me, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at times that I've smoked, you know, you can smoke enough weed that you can get close to hallucinating. You know? uh, I'm sure. And... I've had a couple times where I've gotten kind of close to that and, and like where you're laying in bed and you know, you're, you're feeling something above and beyond your average sort of just being high. And, um, again, I don't get high a lot. It's not a thing that I have a great passion for. Yeah. Um, I don't like the hangover. No, I hear you. The hangover they say doesn't exist. It exists. The hangover. (laughs) I'm here to tell you guys don't do drugs because, Marijuana does have a hangover. The hangover, the hangover, yeah. the hangover <laughs> is not um, that you, oh, you feel a headache or you feel barfy or all you want is fucking Denny's. The hangover is you don't care about doing anything. You don't care about accomplishing anything. I've never, like, I know there are stoners who accomplish things, do things. How the fuck Seth Rogen exists is a is a, is a fact I, I can't really fathom based on my experience yeah. with the same material. Um, but uh, or Kevin Smith. I mean, he produces crap now, <laughs> but Kevin Smith produces a lot of crap. Yeah, but and, he kind of went downhill, though. What the fuck happened? I don't know, like, look, dude, everything about him was such a specific sensibility, and I loved it. Like, I, I still the love Clerks, Mall Rats. Clerks, I love Mall that Rats, shit. Dogma. Amy, Dogma. I love it. Chasing. I love chasing. Jay Amy. and Silent Bob Strike Back. I'll take the, it. The new Jay and Silent Bob movie is stupid. Sucked. It's terrible. So uh, Clerks Two was great. Clerks I'm really scared good, yes. of if Clerks Clerks Three ever actually comes through because I I don't have a great deal of faith in that. Yeah, the new um, Jane Silent Bob was terrible. Um, Jason Mewes looks terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he yeah he did a lot of plastic surgery. Well, and they talk a lot about like oh did he lose all his teeth to meth or something yeah. and yeah you know, I I don't know but you probably know, the whole thing it just looks weird it looks like like. Looks super fucking cheap. You, you've seen enough people like trying to hold on, you yeah. know, to what was to the glory days. Yeah, and that that really yeah. looks like. Yeah, it, it felt and, like that. And I was like, you know what? I mean, you know what the, movie the, I actually original thought was surprisingly fun. Oh, surprisingly fun was Yoga Hosers. I actually did Yoga like that movie. Hosers. That's the one that uh, J- uh, Johnny Depp's daughter and his daughter did. Oh, really? I haven't yeah, seen that. yeah. Um, I've Johnny Depp Johnny was also Depp. in it. I've always been a fan of Johnny Depp. Like I sometimes mean, yes, sometimes no. I mean, like I, I, artifice bugs me. Artifice, like when people, like there's no way Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp oh, when he's yeah. sitting at home on the couch. Like he's yeah. not wearing fucking like three <laughs> like ascots, fedoras and shit, and, and, and purple glasses <laughs> and fucking eyeliner. 
Like he's sitting there in a t-shirt and fucking gym shorts, like right. farting, watching right. uh, uh, prob- probably third some sport. Bowl of rich blue bell yeah. ice cream. Yeah, fuck man. You fuck. Uh, like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp cannot be Johnny Depp all the time. That is unsustainable. And so that's what I mean about artifice. Is Madonna? Does she actually talk like that all the time? By the way, by the way, a transformative moment for me in watching Shit's Creek. A show that I love. If you haven't seen, I have, Schitt's Creek, I have not watched it. Shit's Creek is hilarious. It's on my it's list. Brilliant. Um, I'm a big uh, Eugene Catherine Levy fan. So. Catherine O'Hara is amazing in it. And when when her entire performance took a turn for me, it was somewhere during the second season. I called my brother. I'm like, Oh my god, Moira is doing Madonna's accent. Like Madonna's. Uh, please don't remember that I'm from Detroit accent, like that weird faux British transatlantic thing that she does. I, I'm from that area. <laughs> yeah. So you know what Madonna should sound like, what she probably sounds like when she's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They sound yeah. very. Yeah. Uh, no, it, very, very arch. Very northern. Yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot, of, Matt, lot of nasally this A's. Is, this is where Matt would come in perfect. Oh no! Right so look, now. I I was you born know, in you know I was born in Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you used to always carry around the Green Bay Zippo back in yeah, the day. When yeah, I, I when did. I, when yeah, I, knew I you, lost when that. I, in a, I lost that in a uh, uh, a cab in um, uh, New York. Oh Like man. my second year out of school, yeah. I, was, I was on a business trip and I lost it in a cab. Yeah. But uh, uh, but yeah, the. Um, I tease Matt all the time. I tell him, "Well, like, he's still oh, got the accent." I left Green. Uh, what I, I always tease him about being a Tom Brady fan. Oh, uh, I'm like, "Oh, are you thrilled? You know, your boy is in Tampa now." He's like, <laughs> "Fuck you, Nick." <laughs> he's not like it. It's really funny. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, the first thing I was taught to say was "bear stink." Like I'm, I'm <laughs> seriously, new, uh, like seriously, Green Bay. Uh, but. Um, yeah, you know, I grew up going to Dolphin games uh, yeah. for most of my childhood, and so like is two about, is two of the guy down there now? Is he is he he's not yet? Not no? yet. He's got. I mean, he's got to eventually be right, but yeah. but he's not. He hasn't. He hasn't started a game yet. But he, but but I figured they. You know, I grew, I grew up, I grew up in the era of Dan Marino and Brett Favre. How fucking cool <laughs> is that? Like, yeah. Does it get better? Yeah, yeah. Yep. We were going every Sunday to Dolphin games, and we had the Packer game recorded for when we got home, and yep. uh, it was it was fucking cool. And that was like good bonding time with my dad. And so, uh, Marino, I was at his last game in Jacksonville, the no sixty-two shit. to seven game. I was there, wow. um, and that was tough. That was really tough. But I gotta ask. I don't know. Was he sixty-two or seven? Uh, he he played like he was sixty two for sure, uh, but he was seven. Oh God! His last game, one yeah. touchdown. I yeah, Dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins uh, were down twenty four nothing in the end of the first quarter, oh, and they were down uh, like forty eight seven at the half. And um, this is this is how how like not ready for primetime Jackson Jacksonville was even then. This is nineteen ninety nine. The sprinklers came on in the end zone <laughs> during the game. Did Marino ever win one? No, 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 no. He went to one in nineteen eighty four. That's never crazy. won one. I mean, there were a lot of years they had that a lot of bad luck and yeah. um, uh, made a couple of stupid draft choices that might have changed things. But Has, have the Dolphins ever won a Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins have been to um, five Super Bowls and won two. No shit. Yeah, uh, they they went to Super Bowl six, seven, and eight. They won seven and eight. And then they went in 82 and 84. So I'm an Eagles fan these days. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> but he's like, I didn't have a team. I'm a Gators fan, yeah. you know, but I wanted, I wanted a little bit more football in my life. So 
I said I gotta I gotta find an well NFL Philly team. is a little bit more football true. Well, I I said I gotta find an if NFL you don't like team. throwing batteries at people, it's not for you. <laughs> but I fit, but so I'm from Michigan originally. Mm-hmm. I could pick the Lions, but uh, why? Yeah, why? 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 So I said, you know what? I'm gonna pick. Mm, I'm gonna pick a Florida team. I'm, but I don't I don't like the Jaguars. I I, I think they're just gonna forever be bad. So I thought, you know what? You spent a lot of time gonna, in South Florida. I'm going to be a, like Southwest bu- Florida. Man. Yeah, but I said I'm going to be a Bucks fan. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bucks with the quarterbacks Jameis Winston. Now I'm not going to be a Bucks fan either. Fuck Jameis Winston, cocksucker! I can't. I couldn't do that. Come no, on, you could no, couldn't. Look, he's he is a fun comedy show. He's not a thing I would want to do for. <laughs> no. So I said, all right. Well, what are what are my other options? Katie said, well. My whole family is Eagles fans. Yeah, I do that. All right, that works. I said, "All right, here we go. Go, go, birds!" And and I'm an Eagles fan, so I bought the hat and I bought a shirt, and I'm I'm an Eagles fan. Is that and, all it takes? And the, yeah, that's all it takes. Apparently. <laughs> so I, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a lifelong <laughs> fan of four teams, and and like. Look, I'm glad that you found something to root for, but I am honestly a little offended. <laughs> I didn't have any other options. Do you call that him was we? It? Do you call him we? Because I swear to God, I'll kill you in your sleep tonight. <laughs> I will smother you with a fucking pillow, big fucking dog or not. I'll oh. smother you with the dog. <laughs> so I I picked the Eagles, and I said dog. By the way, were, not another word that starts with D and has an O and ends in G. I did not say I'd smother him with that. But the, but then the next year. Win the Super they Bowl. They win the team. fucking Super Bowl. All right, Bowl. then you, how about being a Dolphins fan? What so do you think? I'm like, okay, cool. And then everybody's like, you're a bandwagon fan. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't know how this worked out. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not a bandwagon fan. I had just, I just adopted it. It just happened to work out this fucking yeah. way. Yeah, you didn't, you, you didn't start rooting for him in the Super Bowl. I get no. that. But um, Carson Wentz, though. Oh, God. for fuck's sake. Hey, and hey, we got been, and we got I've been the Ryan Tannehill and Chad Henney and fucking Jay Fiedler and we got, Cleo Lemon and Ray Lucas and Dante Culpepper oh. and anybody but Drew Brees who they should have signed. <laughs> oh my fucking god! It is well, we, a wasteland. I like. We got Jalen Hurts Rod- to back if, us up. <laughs> how's that doing? Not, he keeps fumbling. He's, he's just sitting there. Um, but uh, uh, if it weren't for Aaron Rodgers. My interest in football would have waned substantially. Uh, no, 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 no. He's a beast. Honestly, honestly, I'm like the Hootie and the Blowfish song. You know, I only want to be with you. I'm such a baby because the dolphins make. Oh, me cry. okay. It's probably, I mean, it's the right song, wrong lyrics. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, you know, you like my dad. My dad became a Green Bay Packer fan in the '60s when he grew. He was growing up in Chicago, and all of his extended family was from Wisconsin, and the Bears sucked. The Bears still suck, by the way. That is um, that is important an important fact for everybody to know, and that for all time, the Bears still suck, regardless of them beating the Buccaneers this past week. They suck, though. Yeah, they suck. The, bad. The, the Bears still who, suck. Who plays for the Bears now? Remember when Grossman went to the Bears? Yeah, that was really upsetting to me. I oh, loved that. You was I, I loved, loved Grossman. Yeah, he was. I remember, and it was funny because when I came to Gainesville and I met you. Uh, and and living with Damien and Jesse and you know mm-hmm. Matt Henry yeah and all them fellas um, and we had a blast. I remember, <coughs> excuse me, that was when I first started getting into football. Mm-hmm. 
And the one thing I remember, and the one thing I always tell everybody is, is Gator fans, we love to always yell for the for the for the the next for the backup quarterback yeah. because yeah. Doug Johnson was the guy. Yeah, taking yeah. snaps and when I got Palmer. here. Yeah, and everybody always put in Palmer. Fuck Doug hey, Johnson. Palmer. Palmer was fucking great. Doug Johnson was not good. But I then, as soon as Palmer got his start, everybody was like, "Fuck Palmer." Put in Grossman, and it was all about Rex Grossman, and it continued. Yeah. Well, but, f- but that and, one was right. I mean, a guy came in second in Heisman voting, and then, like and he and was Tim good. Tebow happened, and nobody, yeah. nobody, nope, nope. Well, Chris Leak was in the middle there, and Chris Leak, like he's yeah. sort of he's sort of persona non grata now for what yeah. he's done as a high school coach, but uh, uh, but as a, as a player, he was yeah, he was fantastic. he was great. But but um, Jesse Palmer was a was a sad story because Jesse Palmer broke his collarbone in one of the years that he was a starter. Mm. He was in and out with Doug Johnson, and then he was the starter, and he broke his collarbone. And Jesse, even though he played like seven years in the NFL as a backup, Jesse never was right after that collarbone. And I hear really? the collarbone is an inc- like an incredibly painful really? break. Um, I've bruised mine before, and it hurt like a motherfucker. I can't imagine if it actually broke. Yeah, your shoulder rolls in like that. Oh, it's fucking gross. But anyway, um, you watch like Jesse be fine. Jesse be fine. Jesse be fine. He'd take a big hit, and suddenly every ball he threw would sail. Yeah, and he just. I feel bad for the guy. Well, there's got to be something to that. Remember when Driscoll broke his fucking leg and was out for a year? I remember watching that kid when he got back in there. It was like. You're not the same yeah, guy. Yeah, but Driscoll was never you any know. good. Driscoll couldn't count to six. Well, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, not that's saying how many, he was good or not, yeah, but I mean, that's under, that's a, by the way, he ended up a, doing pretty well. Yeah, though. That, was well, St. Louis or some shit? Uh, no, I think he's in. Fuck, he's. I think he's in. Uh, he's he's in, in the NFL now. He's he? in the NFL. I think he's in Denver now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Cincinnati for a while. Either way, look, he's going to make millions of dollars as a backup quarterback in the NFL. They make like an average of five million dollars a year. More power to him. That's fucking great. Good for him. That dude could not count to six. He could not pick up a blitz to save his fucking soul. <laughs> he was dumb as a bag of fucking hammers, and it got worse every year because Will Muschamp is poison. Oh, He's fucking man. kryptonite to an offense. How, how how happy are you to see Kyle Trask in there right now? Oh, dude, that kid's great. Like I, 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 I like I. I don't know. Everyone likes an underdog story, and even though he's like six yeah. foot four and two hundred forty pounds, and in every way other than the fact that he was behind other people who were supposedly better than him, which Franks was never better. No, Franks. I'm like it's. Sh- I like. What I don't were know they how that. Practice? What I don't were, know how that happened. Practice? Other than that, other than that, like Trask is accurate, but but Franks had mm. a fucking laser rocket arm. Franks must have performed like a god in practice. That's the only thing I can imagine. Well, but Franks is a guy who clearly panics under pressure. Right. That's, that that's and you don't you can't measure that in practice. Yeah. You can you can try and simulate it, but you can't actually see it. And that's why Jesse made it for so many years as a backup, is he looked fucking great when he was wearing a red shirt. But, you know, you put him in a game, he was with the Giants for like five, six years. I thought Grossman would have done better. I see. I he was a big, tall I heard, motherfucker, and what? I, you know, he used to just stand there in that pocket. Well, that's what, what I, I heard was he it. didn't want to work. Yeah. He didn't want to do the real work. He didn't want to do the film study. He, uh, you know, I have varying stories. He had a coke problem, although who the hell knows on that? It doesn't matter. What what matters is that it's clear that he did not want to do the work that like a real fanatic NFL quarterback type does. You know? Well, now you're a football guy, so I'm going to yeah. respect your opinion on this. Mm. Am I am I out of line in thinking that there could have been a home somewhere for Tim Tebow in the NFL? That's a tough question. 
Um, because Tim Tebow fits this weird athletic middle ground mm-hmm. where he's a huge, strong, shifty guy for a guy who weighs 255 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got a good enough arm if he's got enough time that he can wind way the hell back up like he does. The biggest thing that damaged Tim Tebow's prospects as a pro, I think, are having to try to rebuild his throw into an NFL throw. That dude didn't ever skip balls over, off the ground in front of receivers in the flat the way he did in Denver and, and later on. When he was in college, he just didn't. Like, I mean, he, I understand he threw, he threw there was plenty. a risk to, yeah. due to the no, way no, that no, he but, threw. No, 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 but... Right. Well, but I fuck don't know. if you're. If, I mean, well, that was the reason that they well, said he needed to modify his right. throw. Well, here's the here's the hole in that for me. Number one, number one, Tim Tebow was never fast enough to survive long as a running quarterback in the NFL. He was never like like Dante Culpepper blew out his knee and his career was over. Like the guys who can at least sort of make a go of it are small enough and shifty enough. They never take like the full hit. Like the Michael Vicks, yeah. you know, T- stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tebow was a guy who was always. I mean, that was what he's built on. That's what everyone loved about him. So yeah. He'd fucking run your ass over. Eric like, Berry, t- Tennessee yeah. shot. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit! The exactly. collision. Yeah, yeah. Fucking a man. I gotta hate Tennessee. God. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, so if you have here's the biggest problem with Tim Tebow. As 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 and this is why, um, positions have prototypes, and not every, you know, Jerry Rice is the prototypical wide receiver, but Terrell Owens was pretty great, and fucking Randy Moss, who was wiry but just as tall, was great, or uh, Megatron was amazing. You know, you have these giant guys, but the prototypical guy was like this six foot one, hundred ninety pound guy who could just run a route like a, a piece of ribbon in the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, when you have a, a team with a quarterback like Tim Tebow, the way that you have to choose the people that block for him, the way that you have to choose the people that run routes for him, the way you have to choose, he's left-handed, which is odd for a quarterback, you mm-hmm. know, like they're like 10% of the population, but like name five lefty quarterbacks ever. So you think they really would have had to have just reformatted the entire yeah O-line, yeah I do uh, I do the entire I do. offense to really and, and he suit might, him. but they might have been successful. Do I believe they would? You could you could make a, a, a team I think that was ten wins every year out of that. Yeah, ten wins doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, ten wins. I mean, yes, the Giants won two Super Bowls in <clears> years <throat> they were nine and seven, but by and large, you have to you know have that first round by have twelve thirteen wins in order to. To, to have a chance to get to advance and get yeah. to the Super Bowl. And so um if and, and believe me, as a Miami Dolphins fan, I spent the entire nineties and early two thousands in ten and six. And ten and six is respectable, you know, it gets, I remember going to a lot of fucking Dallas Super Bowl parties, man. Everybody yeah. loved Dallas in the fucking nineties. Yeah, well, I mean, they, everybody they, they the laughed right at the Bills. It, it, it was great. It was yeah, it was great to be a Packer fan when the, the tide sort of turned. Yeah, you know, and and suddenly the Packers were the best team in the NFL. And you got to understand. I moved to Miami, or I moved to South Florida in nineteen eighty seven, and you know it was Shula and Marino, and Marino was the best quarterback in the league in those years, and uh, well. Montana is 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 a is a potential rival for that, but Elway wasn't really quite there yet. 
Mm. Um, but anyway, Marino was the a, a big, big fucking deal. One of like the top five most marketable guys in the NFL. A big name, big spotlight on the city, and um, so it was easy to become a Dolphin fan because of that. And then we got season tickets, and that sort of sealed it. Being a Packer fan back then was hard yeah. because the Packers, like from the time I was born until like 1993, 92, sucked. They were fucking terrible. <laughs> and suddenly, like, in 92, I think they traded for far from Atlanta, and things started to turn around. Maybe it was 91. I think he was drafted in 91. When did, uh, but, when did Brady get drafted? When did Brady start taking? Um, 2000. 2000? Yeah, because he was in his second year in 2001 when they won the Super Bowl. I, um, I You know, I know a lot of people hate on Brady. I like well, his story. I've I like his, his I like, story. I like his... Like, I, res- I, I respect the hell out of Tom Brady, and I, despite... I mean, he's the greatest winner yeah. in NFL history. He's got, what, six Super Bowls and, and ten tries? Fuck, man. <laughs> ten fucking two, uh, Ten and, and 20 years in, in New England. How many times? The 14 times well, I, in the final four it, of the NFL? Fuck, and man. I think And I think about it because, because you said, you know, hard being a fan of, you know, certain teams. And when, when, we, when we started hanging out, you remember Clay, our, our first drummer? Mm-hmm. Holidays, um, that guy was a Patriots fan forever, forever before Tom Brady and all oh, yeah, that no, shit. Then he then he knew my pain like, as a Packer fan, except so, that yeah. the Patriots were never good and the Packers were good when my dad was a kid. <laughs> but I remember him being so thrilled yeah. when Tom yeah. Brady came to town and they started actually evolving as a football uh-huh. team and changing it up, you know. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, I I've only got two years as a fucking fan. So. Good luck. You t- you pick two good ones compared to I again the pack the the Packers have won two Super Bowls in my lifetime the Heat have won three championships the Gators have won three uh, football titles and two basketball titles and the hell even Gator baseball has won two titles. There's talks we might take it this year. We uh, think Miami, the Miami Dolphins. I've been to one AFC Championship game. Uh, and we've never gotten past the second round of playoffs in any one of the 30 years that I've given a damn about the goddamn Miami Dolphins. Um, you think the Gators could take the uh, national championship this year? I think there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, a Trask, the Trask-Pitts thing is really special. Are you and tired of them trying backs. to? Are you tired of hearing them try to come up with a name for the Kyle fucking uh, Kyle to not Kyle? Yet. Not yet. Kyle not connection. Yet. Right, well, here's here's the, the Kyle thing. Express. All right, I'm getting tired now. <laughs> uh, no, I here's the thing is um um the last two weeks I've watched the game but like it's been in circumstances where I didn't get to listen like I was just watching it and so I didn't get to hear all the dumb shit. Like, oh yeah, the whole time. Every time after about the second or third reception, well, saw, I think I think second week of the football season, I retweeted something I posted from about the NFL in uh, 2018. For God's fucking sake, would you stop saying RPO? <laughs> like everything's a goddamn RPO. You know what? Literally every time the quarterback takes a step back, he actually has the option. That's the O in RPO. He has the option. Of running with the football. It can happen. It, it could, could totally happen. It could. Now, um, he could also throw it. So that's the P. So he could R, which is run, or he could P. He could P. I mean, if a big defensive lineman is coming, he's probably going to P. Uh, but you know, he could pass. That's the P. Or O. Or not or. 
Oh, it's an it's, it's that's the option. Yeah, sorry, I'm I lost myself in that bit. Sorry. Let's uh let's um, let's get some predictions because we we actually I just looked down here at the uh, clock. We're at three hours. This is the longest show yet. Shit. So um, there'll probably be a part. I'm a boring or you more than anyone ever or has. Or one and two. Um, there'll probably be two parts, but um, on the website anyway. Uh, so before we before we wrap this up though, let's get a, let's get a couple uh, okay. let's get a couple predictions. So let's um, let's talk national championship football. We're just we're okay. while we're on while, while we're on the college subject. <clears throat> who's gonna Who's gonna take it? National championship. Uh, smart money's on Clemson. Um, honestly, I don't know as much about Alabama this year. I, I you know. Yeah, they're kind of they're um, kind of in an off year. Yeah, I, I mean, I, they're they're always a threat. Uh, I, I, the other one that matters usually, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. is fucking in the toilet. Um, I don't know much about Ohio State yet, and and I don't know how they're they going to be judged. Yet. Yeah, they, they, they I think I think, I think it's another week or two, a yeah. week or two before they do. But they're I saying though that they're not going to be fucking much of a candidate maybe. at all. Because well, I mean, then by process of elimination, you know, you're talking about Clemson, Georgia, Florida. Yeah. And probably Alabama, like you know, just you can vir- you could virtually count on the fact that they're gonna be reloaded. Yeah. Um, uh, Notre even, Dame's up there, number five too. Hasn't Notre Dame proven that they don't belong yet? <laughs> like, like <laughs> they're I like the most it. storied program it. in football, aren't it. they? I get, yeah, they are. But the problem is, by well, they haven't won a national title since 1988. 1988 is 32 years ago. Was Rudy there that year? No, the Rudy story's from the 70s, I think. No. Um, that was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His dad's there in the stands. It's and a classic. Yeah, it's, it's a classic. Great. It's great. Cinematic classic. Um, but uh, uh, Notre Dame, every time they've gotten, they've even sniffed the real primetime, like the college championship or when they played against Alabama in the national championship several years ago. Man, those... Those fucking like they got fucking run out of the building, <laughs> like just just what's it? it so you think they be, beat the brakes off them? You, yeah. you think it'll be an SEC team? I think it, it, S- versus Clemson. Let's say an SEC Clemson. team versus Clemson. Yes, that's kind of what I'm. I thinking. mean, that sounds. So I, I, I think but, you can narrow it down. But and if, Florida, Florida always turns on whether or not they have a really special quarterback. But if Clemson is, if Clemson's only sticking to the ACC schedule, that's not a very strong schedule. Yeah, so yeah, but they've got stand, the pedigree at this point. They could stand to read. Well, yeah, that's true. They're not going to put four SEC teams in. You know, they're not even going to put three. Uh, they yeah. can put two in. They won't put three in. Um, so you'll get some, probably somebody from the Big Twelve, like Texas or somebody. Yeah. I think Texas already lost, but someone like Texas who's just going to get the hell beat out of them, or like Washington uh, from the Pac-12 is going to get the hell beat out of them. All right. Well, who's going to Super Bowl then? I, I mean, it's it's almost certainly the Chiefs. Like, yeah, Mahomes going to do it again. Well, I mean, they whipped the crap out of Baltimore, and that's the closest competition they got. Um, you don't think Brady and them are a threat? No, yeah. no, no, no. I don't know. I think Brady. I think no. I think it's going to be like I. I remember Joe Montana his last year when he was with the Chiefs. Last two years, I think he was with the Chiefs, but it was a fun year. They went from being a lousy team to being a pretty good team that was interesting to watch. You know. 
the Bucks are going to go from what were they seven and nine or five and eleven or something last year? They were garbage last year. Yeah. They're going to win ten, eleven games. They're going to get into the playoffs. They're probably going to lose in the second round, and it'll have been a fun season and something that you know Bucks fans will love. We got to have the greatest ever. You think great- Brady will stick with it another year if he loses? Yeah, that I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it depends on his health. I mean, he has he hasn't he hasn't looked super sharp, but people are also looking for that stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't know the answer to that. I mean. Yeah. The, the guys like him always stay one year longer than they should. Always. Um, About the only guy who ever did it right uh, was uh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was still great in his last season. He wasn't, a, you know, he wasn't a superstar anymore, but he was still great. And he scored fifty in his last game, and they had fun, and it was, you know, a good, rewarding season, even though it wasn't a championship season. And there are not many guys that go out like that you know you got the john elway or the peyton manning that you'd you'd love to be like that but most guys most guys go out quiet uh, joe namath was a fucking uh, la ram i think uh after the jets uh johnny unitas went to hmm. where did johnny unitas go um maybe he's the one who was a ram and I don't, I don't remember bottom line like all the guys you think of as associated with one team and the you know Namath and the Jets, Johnny Unitas and the Colts, uh, uh, Montana and the 49ers all ended up somewhere else. Um, I've never really thought about that. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, it was, that was like Marino in his last year, uh, my, uh, uh, Minnesota wanted him. Yeah. Minnesota wanted him. They wanted wow. an upgrade from uh, 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 Randall Cunningham. Hmm. And he thought about it. He's like, I think it's important that I spent 17 years with one team. I'm going to be <laughs> done. I'm, like, and look, he wasn't in the best physical shape. He, he yeah. might... With Randy Moss and Chris Carter and Jake Reed, he probably could have been something. And Robert Smith in the backfield, he probably could have been something pretty fucking intense. But um, but it mattered to him that he mattered to the community. And, you know, that's why Dwayne Wade came back. Um, uh, uh, it's, it's why, you know, guys, you know, re-sign with a team that they're most known with, you know, even if it's a ceremonial one-day thing, mm. is, to, is to sort of cement... This is this is where I really belong. It's where my heart is, and it's cool when you can actually like get that. But but so many guys just want to hang on, just want to hang on that, and so they get cut and they go and try and hang on somewhere else. And like Adrian Peterson should be done right now, right? But his he's on his like third or fourth team is after it? the Vikings, you know. Um, yeah, guys just guys are just gonna go if they love it. They don't have to be the best. They just have to have the chance and fuck, let them. Let him, you know, it's, I always felt sad, but also sort of felt like it wasn't totally fair to feel sad for those guys because they're still getting paid to do a fucking game that they love to play. Yeah. And they love the work and everything else that's in it. And that's enough, right? That somebody else is happy doing what they're doing. Yeah. Last question. Briefs. <laughs> I'm I'm lying. Who's I'm uh lying. It's, it's neither. Who's who's going to be our president next year? Uh, well, see, I could be a a pain in the ass and say Donald Trump <laughs> because regardless of whatever else happens, he will be president until January 20th <laughs> or through January 20th. Um, Who, who's carrying us through the next 4? Oh, see, opinion. that's a different question than who's going to be the next president. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Um, I, uh, 
with, don't know. Without, I don't, I don't, without, uh, without all the craziness that, that, that could be, if we're talking... Well, here's... If we're talking Biden, Trump, who do you think takes it? I'm kind of leaning towards Biden right now, but it's like razor thin. Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting that... Uh, there's this fantasy out there about not giving up, not accepting power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's, accepting that's, a transfer of power. I think that's, that's total bullshit. bullshit. I think it's total bullshit. And but once you're not the president, they're like going to they're going to yeah. remove you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like all, the of, all of those people is beholden yeah, to the yeah. president of the United States. Once yeah. not if, if whoever, Joe Biden yeah. wins it and is sworn in as president. Guess what's going to happen yeah. to the previous yeah. guy? You're coming out. Yeah. That's just the way yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no way there. Like all of that's fantasy, yeah. and all of it's yeah, alarmist it's crap, bullshit. and it's it's to motivate people. But but what's interesting, um, there was a thing that came out in USA USA Today a, a couple months ago, um, about this group of like think tank people, uh, a bunch of different academics, nerds, fucking journalists, you know, political journalists, all this stuff got together and decided to do like model UN except for different outcomes, potential outcomes of the uh, election. Mm-hmm. And they tested like uh, close electoral win by Biden, a uh, wide popular vote, uh, close, close, um, narrow Biden electoral win, huge popular vote. Like all, all, it's like eight different scenarios. Right. They went through all these scenarios and what they found is playing things out logically in the roles that they're assigned and so on. The, the thing that happened the most in those simulations was the Democrats refusing to accept the results of an election, mm-hmm. not Republicans. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting um, because... Did you, did you see the Ken Bone guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see what he posted on his, on his fucking Twitter? Well, I saw that he's voting for Joe Jorgensen. Right. I didn't see the rest. So, so he posted that. That he was supposed that he was voting for Joe Jorgensen, and then later posted all day long. Trump fans or have been totally have been awesome to me. Have been very nice to me, while Biden fans have been doing nothing but shitting on me. All because I said I was voting for Joe Jorgensen. I'm not saying there's not fucking there's scumbags all over the place. Mm-hmm. I but I am tired of the. Just constant fucking slander that that people are throwing around. Like if you're if you're remotely right wing, people think you're just they they think you're racist. They they there's a multitude of shit. But that's 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 such a fucking issue that we have. Like, no, no, there are people you know, ready to throw bombs. Like yes. at any at any moment if if they think you yeah. at all support Donald Trump. Well, you know, there's. You're a piece of shit. That's just the way it is. There's no arguing, and it sort of puts people into a fucking corner. That it's very hard to get. Well, yourself that's why. Out. That's why the polling. You know? I don't. I don't trust the polling very I don't much trust because the I think I, I, I don't trust people to self-report. When, but that's why when people when like but, I said but, earlier when they turn around and they said, "Well, what do you think your neighbor's voting?" Right. And the number right. was right. fucking right. huge. It was right. double. Right. And 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 the, the thing is, um, that the, the whole tenor of the rhetoric on this stuff um uh is so overheated yeah and um and it and it 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 it, it precludes the possibility of reasonable conversation it does you know when you die you go right to 11 that's it you know yep. and um i i just wish that uh 
we could figure out a way to score our points without uh, bruising each other. Yeah, you know, and I and I do my best in in my own life to try and be kind when I disagree, and mm-hmm. I don't always succeed. There are times when I'm snarky or when I'm when I'm exasperated and tired of of, of it. But I just try to be truthful. I just try to be yeah, honest well, and truthful, and 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 and. To the best of my well, ability, I try to stay on know? topic, and I try to stay. I yes. I try to navigate from point to point in a way that yep. that's that, that is building. Uh, Jesus, I'm popular tonight. Shut up, dude. <laughs> um, uh, I uh, I feel like it's important to just when you construct an argument. Give people a path to follow. Tell them the story. Tell them what. Tell them the narrative of how you got to where you're where you're going, and be honest. You know, be honest when you see a hole in your own in in your own path. Yep. You, you, like, I acknowledge this, but this is what I interpret from it anyway, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Um, it just it you have to you have to approach the conversation with integrity with a willingness to walk away from it being the one who's changed. Yep. And if you can't do that, then all you're doing is sparring and generating ill will mm-hmm. and, and failing people. And, and I, I am, I'm a hundred percent certain I've been guilty of this. Myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Same. no question. There's no question in that. And cause not that anybody knows ever going to listen to this, but <laughs> If they were going to listen to it, I, I like I'm sure they can all think of a time when I was stuck on something and I didn't let it go and I was an asshole. That yeah. is, that We've is the, all been there. That is We've human frailty. Uh, write it down yeah. because um, you know we're all at some point gonna sort of falter. Yeah, you know we're gonna step on a land landmine of our own making because we are stupid and thoughtless and 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 not forward thinking enough and. We all got to be cool with it. We all got to own it. We all got to own it. That's just it. So this I, has been uh, this yeah. has been some delicious whiskey that we've been drinking. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, I'm quite enjoying the uh, the vibe right this moment. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we are we're I don't even fucking know. We're like three and a half hours in. It is what it is. I don't give a goddamn. Chris, you want to say anything good to the people on your way out here? Um, pizza. Pizza. No, pizza's good. I mean, oh, is, that what, is there something good? Um, no, look, um, this is always fun. Yeah. I love you, buddy. I'm glad I was able to come here and, and do this in person. Absolutely. I missed you. And um, uh, everybody just try and be good to each other. Just like, for good. real, yeah. be good to each other. Like, give each other the benefit of the doubt. Give each other a break. Remember that everybody's just a person. If there was one thing from 2020 that I really have enjoyed, it's the fact that there's a new Bill and Ted movie because the tagline be excellent to each other that they always say is just that's what we need mm-hmm. we just gotta be good to each other man and uh, we'll get through it I guess yeah you know we'll get through it ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it's another episode of the Portville Podcast get over there to PortvillePod.com Facebook Instagram and Twitter Send us an email at porchmail at porchvillepod.com and uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. 
Make sure you tell your friends, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care of that mental health. We love you. Bye-bye.